Podcast, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're topics uh, today. What's up, guys? The topics today are saying hello to the audience. Hi, okay. audience. <laughs> um, number two. I guess that was a topic, blood? not what I was supposed to say. Yeah, that was a topic. This is the agenda. Okay. Yeah. Everyone, everyone, look, look at the PowerPoint. <laughs> I will I will click along. Mm-hmm. Um, can can I can I interject? Can I add something to the agenda real quick? Speaking of PowerPoints and clicking, I just thought of a, a a really boring story I can share real quick. All right. Um, we all love boring stories, right? Yeah. No, we're all what, about that. Why else do we keep grandparents around, right? Oh. Oh man. Yeah, old folks. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. They're not. They're not. <laughs> They're not uh, they're not shielded. Wow. Uh, hey, they have Medicare. They can deal. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> they have nothing to complain about, right? Um, good point. Good point. So I was at um, this is going to be a, a long roundabout story, real quick. Right. So I was at uh, like CVS. Um, you know, if you're in a different part of the country, you might call it uh, Walgreens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by different part, I mean across the street, maybe, because sometimes right. they're close together. Right. Um, and I was trying to buy, like, a little, like, um, like uh, like a like a notebook, you know, like just some paper, like a one-subject notebook. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll go to their little school supply section, and I'll buy a little notebook. Have tr- Have trees gone extinct? Because the prices for paper were astonishing to me. Astonishing. Guess how much? Guess how much? Like a three-star Mead notebook, the kind we used in high school, was at the store. Now, is this is this one of the fancy ones with sort of? Is no, this, like, this is the standard. This is normal. Just with the spiral binding. Yes. And yes. Nothing crazy. Is it wide rule or crazy. college rule? Um, it was. I don't know. Okay. Doesn't matter. I, it should be the I didn't buy it. <laughs> um, uh, hint, okay. Hint. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that that would cost dollar fifty. <laughs> you, my friend, just proved my point. Thank you very much. Uh, it was like eight ninety nine. Okay, you're lying. <laughs> I'm not lying. I don't believe you. I'm not That's lying. That's insane. There's no way. I've never paid that much for a notebook. Hey, let me actually. I, I took a picture of it. Let me let me go to the let me go to evidence evidence uh, uh, exhibit A here. CVS must be like. I went to I went to other places too. I went to Albertsons and they were pretty high too. Let me see. Let me see what they said. I took a picture. That's oh, insane. That is insane. Oh, okay, the picture I have is a five-star Mead, uh, uh, five-subject notebook, and it's ten ninety-nine. Oh, it's a five-subject. Okay, okay. Ten ninety-nine. Now, but five, that gives, now for a five-subject, I would say more like, you know, three dollars. Three dollars, right? I don't understand what happened. I don't know what happened. Um, 
Yeah, that's great. And it's it's not like a pack of three. No. Because that's like that. I usually I usually get those in like packs of three for like ten. But that's not Dude, that's not that. Crazy. I I have not been able to find any reasonable price. What I would expect to pay for, even like you know different size pads of paper, like what I would expect to pay for something like like a little memo book or you know like it's yeah it's we I guess it's just been a long time since I bought stuff like that. I don't know, but mm-hmm. it it was surprising to me. I'm like. I guess trees are dead. I guess you know they can't print any more paper. It's yeah. It's, this is the last of the paper in the world here. That's why it's you know worth more than the price of gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. That's really bizarre. Like I I uh, I I do buy. I have bought paper routinely for years. And I I haven't noticed that. Maybe I, maybe I was just I don't know. Maybe I didn't pay attention or something. Yeah. That reminds well, me. Yeah. There is this thing in the. Uh, in the in the Dark Tower series about how uh, paper is like really rare and valuable and um, uh, you know more uh, m- more highly sought after than um, mm-hmm. you know other stuff. Anyway, that's what that reminded me of. Well, I ended up not buying anything there, uh, any 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 paper. But what I did find interesting was a pen that not only had a, um, like, a light on it, like, you press the button, it has, like, a, a blue light, mm-hmm. but it also was a laser pointer. Oh. Yeah. And uh, and it had, like, it had a warning on there that's, like, you know, don't shine this in your eye. So I'm, like, cool, it's a good kind of laser, the kind you can get hurt with. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. You know, not, like, a wimpy, like, red light, you know. Yeah. Uh, I want to, you know, something that'll... Burn your eye out. So I got that, and I guess how much that was. All right, with the laser thing, like I'll say like five dollars. Two ninety nine. Damn. I know. They. I don't. I didn't get it. I didn't get it either. I had to buy it. It was two ninety nine. That's weird. On like a pen and a light and a laser pointer. Shoot. Yeah. So that's cheap, but the paper is really expensive. Dude, I don't get it. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't make any. It was CVS, which I think would be higher than than most places. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it's LA. Right. I, still, I wouldn't expect to pay more. But than yeah, it. but that's outrageous. I mean, I that's yeah. still not, you know, th- th- even accounting for that, it just it just shouldn't be that much. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, there was a long intro story. Okay. All right, so so paper might cost a lot. I, I'm going to pay attention next time I'm... That's uh, your local paper distributor, folks. Yeah. <laughs> next time I'm out, I'm going to look, because... Yeah. I, I, I want to go look at, like, a... Well, and I'm like, I, you know, I want to go see what an office supply store would charge. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely cheaper if you buy it when it's back to school time. Yeah. Uh that's that's the best time to buy it, but so like now I don't even know when, time, when is but. when is back to school like spring August August I don't even it's been so long I don't even know when it is anymore. <laughs> is it during the summer when they go back to school? I don't I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. I don't remember. Um, so true, bud. Let's start there. 
Oh yeah, yeah. So so you know, we did the series uh about the end of season two and we got right up to the second to last episode and then uh uh didn't quite do the ending. So I guess uh I guess we'll do that now. Ne- better late than never. Just for complete completeness's sake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the season ended, and, uh, you know. Um, <laughs> All right, good podcast. <laughs> what else can we say? Um, I wish I remember exactly what we were speculating about on the previous podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, Most of it was wrong, I think. Yeah, here's a couple things. So the first big thing to say, I think, about the finale is... Um, you know, the fact that everything kind of just grinded to a halt. Like, it seemed like the story was going to crescendo. Mm-hmm. You know, revved up really, really, you know, it was like a roller coaster, and it went, you know, all the way up, and it kept going up and up and up and up and up, and then when we got to the top, that was the end of the ride. It just yeah. like level, leveled off very slowly. And um, so that was that was a little disappointing, I think, you know. Uh, I thought they were going to bust in there fighting, you know, everyone had a gun and, mm-hmm. you know, it seemed like it was going to be the big showdown, but, but they had this other whole, you know, they wanted to, they wanted to show the, you know, the wedding and the whole ritual and they had this fir- big first part before all the climax, you know, so. But, you know, one of the big things we were speculating, uh, the first thing, I, you know, that comes to mind is it was just an ostrich egg. Right. Sometimes an ostrich egg is just an ostrich egg. <laughs> Yeah, it had no, there was nothing crazy. I mean, it's weird to have an ostrich egg, but mm-hmm. it's, you know, I mean, I'll get you an ostrich egg. Yeah. <laughs> Not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, Apparently you can get them at your local store. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No. It was just part of the ritual. There was some, they did some kind of, you know, half-ass explanation mm-hmm. of why I was there. The other thing that was pretty lame was uh, uh, Jason and Andy's rescue mission. Which very which, very lame. Which basically took them in. They got like into the lawn, and then mm-hmm. you know the black guy thing happened, and that was it. That was the end yeah. of that. After yeah. all that build up, they uh, they they really got nothing done at all. Mhm. And uh, they really weren't weren't very helpful. And so yeah, I agree. It it just seems like. Uh, it, I, I just they the thing the thing that would have been sort of the the climax for this they weren't going to show, you know, um, so they were they were stuck with just you know, I mean because the town had this like apocalypse and mm-hmm. and they didn't basically they set up. You know, Andy and uh, Jason. You know, they're going to shoot their way to victory. Yeah. But they didn't want. You know, they didn't want them killing half the town. Yeah. Uh, plus, you know, it was just. It, it, yeah, it just. It was. I don't know. It was one of those things where they kind. Of, that's kind of what they did the whole episode was defuse everything. Yeah, you and know? that was another thing I didn't like. Like when in the previous episode, that lady, whatever her name is, when she cut off her finger. You know, when uh-huh. when Sookie walks into the house. Like, at the time, I thought, you know, well, that's going to really suck when you come out of this, like, trance you're in and you realize you cut your own finger off. Mm-hmm. You know, but I was like, you know, 
she stuck with that. But they actually went so far as to like say that, you know, they took her to the hospital and like reattached her finger, and so there's there was like no, you know, mm-hmm. she didn't have to live with that the consequences well, of doing uh, that. Yeah, and again, that's the big overall thing they did with everything is they tried to they tried to reset everything. Yeah. Uh, as much as they could, and, I, and you know, everyone, you know, no one remembers anything. Yeah. Uh, and all that, you know, that was really convenient. It just it became it was all these like conveniences. And uh, I think that was a little. I think that was surprising for most people I talked to about it. Was it just seemed like, you know, they were going to really have to deal with all of this, what happened, and you know, rebuild the town. And it's just like, yeah, most people forgot, and her fingers reattached, and you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like there weren't there weren't consequences. Yeah. You know. And like I, I, yeah, I think they should. They, those people should remember what they did. That yeah. would be interesting. Yeah, like I feel like that lady should just not have that finger anymore. Yeah. You know, and and like that's just you know, I mean it's it's not exactly her fault, but it, it you know, it's it's at least some kinda like real you know, consequence of this crazy shit happening. Mhm. Which it seems like there should be, you know, something like that. Maybe maybe that's how you they explain like the power of the Maenads and how how they're like not caught or something because mm-hmm. no one remembers right. after their craziness is over. How lame is that? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that that it. You know, with what we saw here, you know, if she was going around doing this, like, you know, that would have to. I mean, if if they didn't forget, it seems like they would that would have to like create a mm-hmm. big issue. You know, just like taking over a whole town like this. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really explain, like, you know, like they suggested that she's done this for, you know, since a long time ago. You know, mm-hmm. but, you know, trying to summon the god or whatever, and but they didn't really explain what the outcome was, like what it was like when she did that, and you know, what it, what what was like. Well, in terms of the in terms of the people that that she would like, you know, possess or infect or whatever, uh, you know, like basically what what people thought about her, like what they knew, you know, like there's all this vampire stuff out there because of what vampires mm-hmm. did, but like it seems like nobody knows about these maynads, like they had to discover stuff about them, yeah, you know, but if she's old. been doing this the whole time. Like it just seems like at some point, you know, some kind of some kind of rumors or ideas about them would start to circulate. Yeah. Well, I think that I think I think they they try to allow for that with you know different cultures calling her different things. Yeah. You know, and I I, I you know I think some some things would manifest, but it would it would become you know they wouldn't attribute it to Manus because they wouldn't know that word. They wouldn't. Mm-hmm. You know, Marianne probably. I, I don't think she called herself that. Right. Uh, but um. Yeah, it was just it was it was it was weird. It was weird how they. I think that was my biggest complaint is that they kind of just instead of making the characters, you know, really namely Stucky and Jason, like actually have to be proactive. Um, they kind of just got into these weird, like, you know, subordinate positions where, you know, Sookie just had to do whatever Marianne said for half of the episode. And, yeah. And Jason was under the spell, the, the, the influence or whatever, so. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, and so it just came down to uh, Sam and and Bill's plan. Mm-hmm. Um, which which wasn't that much. I mean, you know. <sighs> I, well, no. I mean, their plan. Their plan was good. I mean, their plan was was what we knew it was going to take. I mean, that's what they said. How do you kill her? Well, you got to make her think she is ready to die, basically. Yeah. Uh, and I thought they pulled that part off pretty well. You know, um, that part was fine for me. The actually, you know, and he shows up as the as the bull or whatever, which is like, you know. Luckily, that was okay for her. Yeah, I feel like he, I feel like he lucked out on that. Um, but that was that 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 tied into the whole thing that you know her her god never came. Mm-hmm. So like you know, is self absorbed as she is and self deluded as she sort of is. Um, I think it, it it makes sense that when she sees this bull, she assumes she she wants to believe that that's. Dionysus, so she does believe it, you know. Um, yeah, even though a rational person would would consider, I think it just uh, no, I, it's it's plausible, and for yeah. them, it's not a bad plan. I just, for me, I just didn't like it as a mm-hmm. as a way that she died. Like it, mm-hmm. she just, to me, she seemed like a better villain than that. Like I just thought she deserved a better death in that because once it was over it was just you know it just seemed it just seemed like a letdown well it was a thing where they couldn't kill her any other way yeah and I think it would have been cool if they had found out some some way to kill her but I think I think they're just trying to go for using her power against her yeah which works but it's um you know it's yeah I I I, I, I I'm on the same page with you it, it wasn't as you know I don't know. I don't know. I liked it. I liked how it worked out, but it still wasn't the best thing ever. Yeah, I guess it just. I don't know. I I thought I thought it would be more spectacular. I mean, the whole the whole climax in general, I thought it would be more spectacular. Yeah. Than it was. It kind of. It kind of just yeah, like 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 the the metaphor you set up like just got to the top and and just stopped. Just never really. Yeah. Never really delivered. So, yeah, and then there was this stuff with the queen. More the queen and the Yahtzee. Oh, man. I can't believe we, you know, I think I remember saying in one of the podcasts, like, that, you know, when Eric got in there, you know, was it going to just be more Yahtzee? Yeah. Something like that. I was really surprised that that it was really kind of, for the most part, like more Yahtzee. That was exactly what it was. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, let's play some more Yahtzee, guys. They just sat there and played Yahtzee. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, I can't believe we were watching that. The only thing that that we really got out of that, I think, was that she's behind the selling the V thing. Yeah, no, that's a topic of, of conversation. I think, because I think it's going to bleed directly to next season, obviously. Yeah, uh, yeah, apparently so. Since, you know, it won't be in season one or two. Right. <laughs> they can't write that way. No. No, they can't go back to the past and change what they've already done. 
They really can't. It'd be really weird, though, if we went back to watch season one and it was all about that. Yeah, and it was, like, different. Yeah. Yeah, somehow we knew about the original season one. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that's crazy. Um. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I don't... I think you had a theory about that and about the ending and stuff. Um, Did I? I think so. I always have a theory about something. But, yeah... Let me just let me just see if there's something else I want to say about all this. Well, I think it was interesting with the queen. Uh, what were those factors? Like she's selling the V. She well, she has Eric selling the V, right? Yeah, yeah. And then what else? Uh, oh, that's right. And then Bill. Oh, so yeah. So this ties into the whole thing about Bill getting kidnapped at the end. Oh uh, yeah, that was your theory. So that yeah, so my theory was basically that you know whoever whoever kidnapped Bill was probably a vampire, um, because you got to be strong enough. Mhm. Uh, and and we saw that the person who had the silver choker chain or whatever, um, was wearing gloves. Mm-hmm. If you're a vampire, you want to do right. And you probably need to be a vampire to sneak up on Bill. Right. And so I don't think it's Eric necessarily, but probably Eric sent somebody. Mm-hmm. To get Bill. But yeah. um uh, yeah, I'm 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 curious to see why the Queen is selling the blood. I don't I don't have any big theories about that unless she's um Trying to, I think, I think maybe the theory I had was he was trying to circumvent the political agenda or whatever. Like she doesn't want humans, to, uh, vampires, like the like she's anti the vampire legislation that that other lady's trying to do. I think that was my theory. Oh, 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 the uh, what's her name from the that goes on TV and stuff? Yeah, yeah, her like like yeah. maybe the queen wants to be like you know have humans buying the vampire blood so that she can say, hey, look, like, this is, look at what they're doing to us or something like that. Oh, like she's okay. Trying to set something up like that. I see. Because I can't imagine she needs it for the money. Right. That was my theory. <laughs> <laughs> she just wants the money. <laughs> you thought it the first thing you thought of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, originally I thought it was Eric wanting the money. Yeah, but then when I found out she did, she was doing it, I was like, well, I guess she wants the money. <laughs> Someone wants the money here, all right? Yeah, it's it's. I just I just feel like it's got to come down to the money in the end. <laughs> well, it always does in America. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I I don't really believe that theory is too lame to be true, but. It's I, it was all I had. Um, I think your theory is probably right. At least it's at least plausible. I I I think uh, the whole thing about Bill being kidnapped. I like I, I can't quite see a good reason why they would do that, but your evidence about the gloves does suggest it's a vampire. So I think that's probably right. Um, but. You know, it doesn't seem like this V thing would be enough of a reason for that. You know, because she, she made Eric, like, promise not to tell Bill. You know, if they were just going to turn around and kidnap Bill, then... Promise to tell Bill? Promise not to tell Bill. That she's behind it. Right. 
I wonder if it's going to be one of those lame things where it's just a psych out and, and it's Eric kidnapping him just so he could, like, talk to him sternly or something. Oh, uh, yeah, they yeah they they kind of did that the first season. <laughs> they 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 faked us out with that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it might just be you know it might be an ostrich egg if you know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. Because the the cliffhanger from the first season was not that big of a deal. Yeah. In terms of this season, so it may very well just be a little thing like that. And they just cut to Bill, and then, yeah, they have some kind of talk, and mm-hmm. and that's it. And, you know, there's still all that stuff with Sookie and Eric and all that drama. Yeah. All that. Still don't understand what Hoyt's mom was talking about. Uh, nope. Don't know what the fuck that... Stuff. She never made it over there either. She she made that like casserole, but she never went to the house. Mama, she just Mama ain't nobody gonna eat that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. Oh, Hoyt. Ain't nobody yeah. gonna eat that, Mama. <laughs> Mama, you just wasted good food. Yeah, Hoyden is a whole little. It's weird how you know Hoyden is, is is part of sort of the you know the the they they focus on him quite a bit you know yeah he he was never one of the big main characters but yeah they they definitely gave him his uh, his little time for his story yeah no he got him and him and Andy got a lot more time this season yeah than yeah. Uh, in the in the first one uh, and yet like this whole thing with his mom was like an excuse to delve into his background and, mm-hmm. you know, his That's family history and, um, uh, and like really... a hero. What? <laughs> My daddy's a hero. Oh, God. He doesn't stop the burglar. <laughs> and it's just weird that they used, you know, his mom being, having the black eyes as like, uh, you know, as a device to, like, have Hoyt find out about his past. Yeah. And, like, it didn't matter. And then she said all those cryptic things, but it sort of didn't matter that she was possessed like that because she really just hung out in the house the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just an excuse for her to say to say the stuff she would never, ever tell him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He's like, damn it, Mama. I'm a character? You done made me a character in a Tennessee Williams novel. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mama, keeping me locked up here and wanting me to be your son all this time. I'm a damn cliche, Mama. <laughs> oh, boy, why won't you say that? It's <laughs> uh, true, though. That is true. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Jason was just disappointing. I, I really wanted him to be able to do more, but he really got nothing done in this episode. No, no, there was nothing. There's, there's nothing much for him to do. So the other big thing was Sucky and her. We saw her do her power thing again when she pushed over the. Uh, 
the uh, statue thing, Marianne built. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, right. Used her chi or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's something they'll probably definitely get into more later. They yeah, really, po- probably definitely. They didn't really do that much with it this season. Well, I was gonna say probably, but I was like, of course, <laughs> of course, there's no probably. I think they probably definitely will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, so most of the characters. Uh, most of the characters sort of reconcile with what they did and kind of get back to normal. Andy gets his job back, and mm-hmm. you know, Darley, Arlene, whatever the fuck her name is, and Terry. Uh, Darlene. It's Arlene. Arlene. You always call her Darlene, and I think I caught that somehow. Um, get the vaccine for it. Yeah. Uh, there should be. Um, uh, you know, they, they reunite with their kids and sort of make up with them. And, you know, the woman got her finger back and, uh, you know, so it seemed like pretty much everybody, uh, was okay, except for the one character who ain't going to be coming back next season, uh, uh, eggs. Marianne. Oh, (laughs) Oh yeah, Mary Ann as well. But <laughs> she's dead at this point. Um Those eggs. So he's got this you know, they, they tried they tried really it seemed like they tried really hard and yet not very hard to mm-hmm. convince us that he he was so distraught. Like first he didn't he didn't know what he did, but he knew it was bad. And then, you know, to convince us that he just was, like, obsessed with finding out what he did and kind of going crazy thinking about it. And then and then eventually he gets, uh, he gets, uh, he gets Sookie to, like, help him remember. And then when he remembers, he sort of really goes crazy. And then it sets up this whole scene where he, like, confronts Andy and, you know, he's carrying... Say, if Sookie ever wants... She can get a she can get a job on a uh, on like a, a cable drama using that power of hers to like pro people's minds. Mm-hmm. It's a whole TV show right there. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. she's a psychologist, who, and that's what she does. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, you know? it's just about that. Leave, if she ever wants to leave Bauton, she can just she can have a whole TV show based on that. Mm-hmm. Every week, like somebody comes in and she's mm-hmm. got to like read their minds and figure out the mystery or something. Exactly. Yeah. Probe, probe deeper and deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me in. Uh So anyway, this was this scene here was well, this scene I'm describing was one of the least convincing scenes. Uh, in this episode, I thought uh, where he confronts Andy with the knife and oh, it was bad. And and they're no. really they're really trying to sell the idea that you know he feels really guilty about it, but he's sort of like on the edge and like threatening Andy with the knife while <laughs> while being upset that he's killed people. Mm-hmm. Like it was a weird line to walk. Um, it was a very fine line because as soon as it happens, you see what they're setting up. Yeah. Uh, you see, you you're just like, why is he being so overly threatening? 
Uh, and then, of course, like you said, you know, he, he starts threatening him, then he pushes him down, which made no sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think it lacked finesse, really. Like, I understand they had to do, you know, it's, it's, it's nothing wrong with what their goal was, but I think they needed to finesse that a little bit more. Uh, and uh, and then, yeah, then uh, Jason, walk, Jason, like, shoots him from off screen and shoots him in the head, of course. Yeah, I, you know what? I think it would have been a lot better for me. All they had to do is change one thing: is make it like, just make it seem not so. Well, they wanted Jason to be the bad guy. Like it would have made sense if Andy would have shot him. Mm-hmm. But they wanted it to fall on Jason. Um, I, I think that I think they should have they should have finessed it a little bit more. It was a little too like cut and dry. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it definitely. I mean, it was. It felt too much like they were just, you know, cleaning up. Mm-hmm. It didn't. It didn't play like convincing drama. Yeah. It was just like we got to get rid of this character. We're gonna set up this thing with Jason, and boom, it's over. Well, they should have done. Well, and that's the thing. They they played it for the surprise too. Yeah. And maybe that's the thing they can't do is have a contrived scene and and try to play a surprise on us. Yeah. Because, like, I think it may have been better if we, you know, we they set up the scene with him confronting Andy and being a, distraught, and he's got the knife. And then, you know, Andy tries to get the knife from him, and and there's a little toss because, you know, uh, uh, Eggs wants, you know, Eggs sort of is distraught, and he puts the knife, and that's his, like, folk, you know, he's just sort of out of his mind. He's not thinking straight. And so in this tussle that's not that bad, Jason sees that and then shoots. Mm-hmm. You know, but we see, but we see that from Jason's perspective. You know, like we don't really know what's going on with Andy. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I feel like the perspective should have changed. I see. So that so that we get a sense, because uh, since we since we had since we saw the whole confrontation from beginning from the beginning, we knew what was going on. Right. So we knew it wasn't any cause for Jason to shoot. Right. But if we were uh, from Jason's perspective. Him walking into the situation, then he shoots, and then we think, okay, maybe he did something good, and then mm-hmm. they reveal, oh no, that right. he wasn't really threatening. I feel like that might have worked better. Yeah. Than than uh, than us just seeing this like contrived thing, like you know, they they show us the beginning. Eggs comes, he's a little freaked out. We don't know what he's gonna do. Andy tries to calm down. Then we cut to interior of Malats. We see something with Jason. Then when Jason comes out, he sees them, them like wrestling, and and he's got the knife on him or whatever. Right. And then and then he then then we don't know any more than Jason. Right. You know, we saw we saw it build up, so we think you know. Yeah. I don't know. That's a writer's critique. So. Yeah. Yeah. That I can imagine that playing better. Um. On the other hand, I can imagine the way they did it playing better too, if it were just yeah. written and performed better. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was maybe the actor Eggs. I don't know. Maybe some. Maybe it was him a little bit, like yeah. trying to play that emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's it seemed. Uh, I mean, I couldn't really tell because I also felt like the writing was bad. Yeah. So it's a fine line there. Um, but he wasn't really selling it either. Um, like I was, I was okay with the earlier scenes. Like I thought those worked okay, but when when he actually had to like 
play like it's just it's a weird thing he's doing in that scene it's mm-hmm. you know he's trying to be guilty and you know supposedly like confess and like turn himself in but he's also trying to be threatening or at least mm-hmm. like we're supposed to see that he's coming off as threatening he's playing he's playing like four or five things yeah and i think you know only 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 a small number of actors can pull that off you know yeah uh, to pull off everything he was trying to do he you know that's a lot. That's a lot to ask for. Yeah, you know. it's probably the hardest scene he had to do. Yeah. In the whole season, and I, yeah, I just think, you know, I mean, I, I, I also think the writing wasn't great, but because I think they were asking him to do stuff that just didn't really work. But, yeah. but I, he could have done it better as well, and that might have made the scene like actually work. Yeah. Uh, the thing that was interesting was tying in that whole plot from season one um, with the with the lady, uh, you know, the exorcist lady or whatever. So, okay, so, yeah, that was the big uh, – That I mean, that whole thing when we realized that they were – that Marianne was sort of summoned by that lady and – Oh, and, and yeah, it was even more than that. It wasn't just yeah. that she killed her. It was like – No, 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 no. It was, it was, it was that – Tara, Tara, like summoned her, yeah, or something like that, and and that was that that to me was the you know that is a, to me that's a clear sign of very high quality writing when when you can circle back and and go and Marianne is like look this is this is all from the beginning like you know you go you get to go back and see that this all sprang forth from that. You know, seemingly like you know, innocuous. Not innocuous, of course. It's big for the time. But I mean, yeah. You know, I guess I should say, like, you know, the the effects were ephemeral. It seemed like, okay, well, you know, she was, you know, well, and that was the thing that was weird. Was they kept going back and forth on whether or not she, um, uh, Miss, what was her name? Um, oh, Janine or something. Yeah. Janine? That she had, that she actually had power or not, and, and I, I thought that, uh, I think that was in the last episode, or was that the one before? Yeah, it might have been the one before. I yeah. think, I think, uh, uh, but but they sort of they sort of returned, or at least referenced it again when, uh, when Eggs is remembering what he did. Yeah, because they show her and and sort of tie that in. I think I think part of the egg thing that's weird is even in bef- the scene before that one with Andy when he's talking to Tara, with, sorry, when he's talking to um, Sookie, is that it, it was hard for me to really be with him 100% on, on his the, his mental state. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's like I just wanted him to get over it already and yeah. realize that, like, he wasn't in control. Like, people kept telling him he wasn't in control, but he but it was like, but it's my hand. Yeah. But it's like, but yeah, you, you, you know, yeah, it's your hands, but if you, you know, if you're not actually physically doing it, then what's, you know, where, where's, how are you culpable, you know? And I, I like the, I, the fact that he was questioning that, like, where's the moral line there? But at the same time, it's just like, well, get over it already. Everyone else has. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, so it does seem like he, he sort of had more, you know, blood on his hands than most of the other yeah. people. Yeah, no, he, he, yeah, he definitely did. Yeah, he was her, you know. Yeah, he was like her executioner. You know something. what? Here's the thing. That's that's the other thing I remember that I think would have fixed his, his whole little ending plot line is we should have found out, like, the fact that he freaked out about that 
and about the killing, all they have to do to, to sink this, in my opinion, would be to, to reveal to us that, you know, what sent him to Marianne in the first place, what got him in trouble in the first place, was something similar to that. You know, uh, yeah. he, he, you know, was, you know, young teen and he, like, you know, was robbing a place with his friends or something and then something went bad and he mm-hmm. ended up accidentally stabbing somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Something that ties it in to let us know that his mortal fear just came true. Yeah. And that's why he can't grip with it. You know, like, the one thing he was running away from this entire time, you know, or whatever, is the thing he's been doing and not knowing. And that's, that seems like the subtext. But, you know, you got to say those things if there's going to be any questions. And if you're trying to sell big things like, you know, what what they try to do with eggs at the end. Yeah. Yeah, it is a subtext, but I think they kept it really vague about what and, he and did. Like they, and considering it, him. It was always like, I did bad things, but yeah, they, they never really they got never told us. That's That's the thing, like. It was begging for them to do this because they never told us his full backstory. Like, yeah. We never found out what was his big thing. And it would have been a perfect place to say, not only is this his big thing, his big backstory character thing, but this is this is why he's freaking out about what happened with Marianne. Yeah. You know, that seems like the natural thing to do, but they, yeah. I think they missed that one. They did. They did. They did. I mean, I, 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 yeah. It seems like we should have, we should have learned more about how he came to be with Marianne. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems that seems like a hole in the plot. Yeah. Um, you know, especially if they're gonna, if they're, if they're gonna get rid of the character, I think it would be good to give us a little more about him. Yeah. You know, because now it just feels like they just, you know, toss like him away. Eggs. It's like eggs. We hardly knew Yolk. Oh God! <laughs> Does that work? I don't know if that works. Uh, barely. That's a, that's a bit of a stretch. Like uh, Jason shooting eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, what I was going to say about the um, about the tear thing was I I thought uh. Uh, it was good to tie it in, but I, I thought the case was closed on that. I mean, to me, it was, and in fact, it seems like they agreed sort of in the case. Like when she saw her in Walgreens or whatever it was. <laughs> I mean, you know, I th- I, th- I thought that was the punchline to that whole yeah, story, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. where you know. It's yeah. like it's like okay, this lady she puts on a good show. She knows how to make it look real, but in the end, she's just a lady who works at Walgreens. That's that's level that's that's level three writing. That's like good predictable. Here's the twist. Oh look, she didn't have any. Yeah. She was just a regular person. Yeah, and job. like and and so you basically think, well, then you know, it was like the placebo effect. You know, they they believed that she had some power, and they had problems, and mm-hmm. and believing that she had some power to help them enabled them to actually deal with their problems. Yeah, and like that makes sense. I mean, that's at least something that happens. That's very satisfactory, and any other show would have stopped there. Yeah. 
Yeah, you think? And I really thought that was the end of that. Um, and I always thought it was a bit like disjointed that she got murdered at the beginning of the season, and mm-hmm. I didn't think they tied that in very well. It's just like, I think it was. I think we didn't realize that. You know, it seemed like they hadn't been talking about who the killer was. But yeah, we we saw who the, we were watching who the killers were the whole time. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's kind of like a repeat of season one in that mm-hmm. in, in that small respect of the murder mystery of who killed her. Yeah, uh, you know, it was like, oh, it's these people are watching on screen. It's Marianne and Eggs. Yeah, I mean, uh, like there wasn't a lot of focus on yeah. trying to figure out who it was. Yeah, but but yeah, like the answer was there. The whole time, and they we just didn't know it was, it was part of what was going on. It right, seemed, it seemed like they were ignoring it, but it's like, well, here's they're telling us the people who do who they're showing us the people, you know, the murderers. Right. Uh, yeah. So to me, that's you know, that's why you know that that kind of thing is you know level four writing, if you will. It's it's mm-hmm. a step above, like you can you know it's it's uh it, it's more um it's more sophisticated bringing that whole thing in and. And the whole consequence of, like, what she did, like, having such a big impact, you know, of of, yeah. uh, of Tara just, like, trying to appease her mother, finding this witch doctor lady, going, you know, having her own moral, you know, uh, arguments and wrestling with herself, and then finally doing it. And then, you know, then everything that happens, and then to find out, like, she brought, you know, she brought Marianne into town. Mm-hmm. You know, um... So I thought that was, that was really interesting, and the, you know, and they and the, the and the fact that the hints were there, they retconned it. It's like the, the evidence is there. If you remember that episode, and you know, she, yeah, you, know, you can see the black eyes. You can see like you know, hints of what's going on. Yeah, yeah. I never would have made that connection. It wasn't until they showed it and just you know, made it totally clear <laughs> that that's what that was supposed to be. Yeah. I kind of I kind of had an idea before when I when I realized that they were showing a different aspect of you know being possessed by a demon. Mm-hmm. You know I, when I was I remember talking about that making that connection of you know Tara dealing with her mom thinking she's possessed by a demon making her do things and Tara thinking she's crazy, but then then they basically show us you know a sort of other version of what it would be like to be under the influence of a of basically a demon mm-hmm. uh and how you know it, it's you know is it so crazy now <laughs> you know uh this is you know slowly but surely you're on you know you're taken piece by piece but and then you know then she was made to do all kinds of crazy things you know so mm-hmm. so i thought they were they were just sort of being uh uh being clever or whatever by by showing a different you know using that to parallel you know, on a subtext level, but then they then they were like, no, 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 this is a demon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here she is. Yeah, her name's, her name's Marianne. I I think I think that in the final verdict was still that the lady didn't have any powers. Yeah, which, but she did summon Marianne. <laughs> and that's what was weird is it was like she didn't technically have powers, but she did call forth that power. Yeah. So it seems like, okay, well, what does it mean to have power then? Right. Because if, if you do a rain dance and it rains, you know, you might not actually, you know, have any power, but you, you kind of did just make it rain. You know, right. Because, you know, can you do it again a hundred times is the question. I don't know. 
Yeah, but that's what was weird. Is it seemed like she just hit the jackpot, I guess. You know, like. Yeah. But they played that pretty well. I mean, you know, they didn't ever make it seem like Miss Janine was scared about what had happened. Because I'm assuming, you know, that whole pasta thing or whatever, like, that that was the first time that really happened like that. Mm-hmm. Because Mary is actually there. Right. Um. So, you know, I'd imagine she was freaked out, too. And maybe yeah. she was. I forgot that team. Maybe, maybe she did kind of play it that way. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really remember it either. But, uh... Hello? Yeah? Did you hear that? Yeah. Hear what? There's a little noise on the line, maybe. Oh, I didn't hear it. Sounds like a voice of some sort. That's weird. Um, what else was in this ep? Um, I can't... I have to bring up... Um, I have to bring up the the scene where they're where they're in Merlots and and uh at Andy's uh ranting and raving, um and then uh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then one of the one of the other I think it's the lady who got her finger cut off, who cut off yep. her finger I should say, uh who says, you know, I'll have what Andy's having or whatever and he's like, It's diet coke with lime uh-huh. And then they cut to the to the uh to the glass, and you see it's something that looks like Diet Coke, but it has a lime wedge on the uh-huh. glass. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, I, I can't believe this still bothers me, but it does. I, I, I'm I, like, okay, is it Diet Coke with lime? Or is it Diet Coke with lime, TM, <laughs> the actual product, and it has a lime wedge? Um. Well, on top of that... I want to also add that they that the other booth had Mountain Dew, and he was uh, Sam was pitching it as like the official drink to drink because you can't uh, trust the water anymore. Oh, that's right. And, yeah. And they were pouring Mountain Dew out of this huge pitcher, which looks really weird. Mm-hmm. So I assume those were two bits of product placement, um, and I think they were being clever with the Diet Coke with lime, and that it was. It, that the product is that I think they have a product. I know they have Coke with lime, and I'm assuming they have Diet Coke with they lime. They do, they do. So I'm assuming they're just making the connection that he had a glass of Diet Coke with a lime, mm-hmm. and that was his Diet Coke with lime. Oh, okay. And they're being clever in how they do the product. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it was Diet Coke with lime in the glass, and then it had a lime wave. Yeah, that just seems like that's going too far. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, that wouldn't make any sense. But the fact that they showed it, like, when he said that, I assumed he meant, like, the actual product, Diet Coke with lime. Mm-hmm. But since they showed the lime wedge, then it's like, okay. I think that was the wink. That was the wink. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I, I just started to wonder, know. like, if anyone actually orders Diet Coke with a lime wedge. Yeah, that's what that, and that's what was interesting is I I'm like that sounds like it'd be refreshing somehow. I'm like, yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> why why don't I get my soft drinks with wedges of of different fruits? Yeah. Apparently, it's something you can do. Yeah, it made me wonder if like people actually ordered that a lot and then Coke caught on and that's why mm-hmm. they started offering it, you know, pre-flavored. Yeah. You know the yeah I don't know. Like I like I think that's how like cherry coke and and vanilla coke sort of came about. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I was wondering if it was something like that, like people just realized that it was good with lime. I don't think I've ever had a lime wedge in a soda before. No, it sounds like a new form of paradise. It kind of does. Or maybe I'm just thirsty right now. <laughs> wow. It's, uh, it's a bold statement. <laughs> um, An entirely new form of paradise. <laughs> uh so yeah, that that of course you know the other the other point of that scene was that Andy's not uh, drinking anymore. Yeah. Um, you know what? If they go, I I I just I just love that. I just love that that scene when he's like takes the last drink. He's like, I'm not drinking anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. I forgot what what did he see? I forgot what happened in that scene. Oh, I did too. Something crazy happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like that he vowed to not drink him anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, I just want to see how far they go with that. Yeah, I mean, he that was his arc, basically, this season. Yeah. Going from basically being mocked and, and like, wallowing in his misery and eventually actually getting kicked off and then, yeah. like, you know, being, like, this, you know, rogue guy living in a motel and, you know... <laughs> having no life at all to, like, trying to be a hero and not really succeeding, but still managing to, like, get back his old life. Yeah. Um, I hope they don't pull a Jason, though, because, you know, Jason made it. It, it kind of reminds me of that whole thing where Jason was, like, earlier this season where Jason was like, all right. I just got through with this whole, you know, fellowship of the sun bull crap. And I, I, what I realized is I need to think first mm-hmm. before I act. And then, of course, two minutes later, he forgot about that. So. Yeah. The time but for I thinking like is over, yeah. I think, That's with a like quote. To, yeah, the time for thinking is over. you got to love that. <laughs> whoever, whoever, whoever says that, you know, is, is really, it, it's, is a bold person, whoever can, if, you know, like, if, if someone actually has to say that, make that statement, you know, in, in any situation, like, that's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Because it means, you know, people think you should be thinking, and you're like, no. <laughs> no, it's over. That's done now. I know you're I probably know... thinking right now, but let me tell you. Time for that's over. No more thinking. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so then there's this last scene, um, which, uh, uh, I mean, basically everything after, well, the episode as a whole I found unsatisfying. And th- then I found it unsatisfying how they resolved the Marianne thing. Mm-hmm. Then I found it unsatisfying how they, uh, sort of, uh, what were you calling it? Uh, reset uh, mm-hmm. everybody, and then and then they you know they have this last scene where Bill proposes and there's all this drama, um, and then it ends with the with the kidnapping um, that we talked about. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't I don't know. I mean I guess it's like a natural. Uh, you know, progression uh, of a story, but I just, I didn't even like this last scene. Like it, it, it was, it was just not the way I wanted to cap the season off. It, yeah, it was definitely, 
I, you know, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want them getting married. Yeah. I don't, that's not, you know, let's not, um, it seems too soon. <laughs> it does, exactly. Uh, it seems too soon, and I think, um, you know, I, I mean, I guess they'd have to say, or they at least should say, you know, it's it's because he feels threatened by, by Eric, mm-hmm. that he feels that he's got to stake his claim. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, it's just like, this is weird. You know, I, I didn't expect I didn't expect him to be engaged ever. Yeah, and it just you know, seemed kind of sudden after the like insanity that just happened. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was some weeks later, wasn't it? Yeah. Did they have a like? Oh, did they put up a title card? I don't remember. Yeah, I feel like they. I feel like I feel like they did because like you know her the lady's finger was done and uh they had other. Didn't didn't something else happen? I don't remember. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see if I can find that. I feel like it was like four weeks later or something. Or yeah, yeah. It looks like the scene before was uh, was eggs getting shot. Oh, I kind of forgot that Andy took credit for it, and then Jason oh, runs right. away. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Andy takes the gun and wipes it. Like to wipe the fingerprints off, and then just uh-huh. says he did it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Kind of forgot about that. I, I was I was too focused on what had just happened. I wasn't really paying attention to the you know all the details, mechanics. Yeah, the details going on. I think yeah, which which basically means you know Tara's going to find out Jason did it. Yeah, and that'll be a huge. Yeah, I mean I think that's the drama. main reason they would have Jason do it. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's, no, they just, they cut right over from that to Sookie and Bill at dinner. Oh, man. Like, because he sent her that thing, like, and it was right, I mean, I get the impression this is, like, pretty no, no, soon. No, 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 I mean, I mean, before, after the Marianne thing, I thought they cut. Oh, before. after the like, Marianne when they, thing. When they get to Marlotte, it's already been some time. Yeah, because you're right. Her fingers, her fingers is uh, healed. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, Is this it right here? Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, they don't they don't do a title card, but they do do like a, a, you know, fade in where it seems like some time has passed. Good old fade. Yeah. Yeah, you get you get the impression it's been a couple weeks. It still seems too soon to me, though. I mean, I I don't know. Like, with all the chaos that... Hey, 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 love doesn't have a timeline. <laughs> that's, that's the new tagline from, uh... <laughs> from, uh... From Love Clock. <laughs> the new, uh... <laughs> the, new, the new romantic comedy with, uh... Ben Stiller and, uh... And, uh... Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Love clock. Love clock. Yeah. Wow. A, a hapless, a hapless scientist mm-hmm. uh, slash professor uh, um, invents uh, invents a, a time machine that that makes him uh, younger to woo uh, to woo one of his students. Oh, okay. Played by Molly Cyrus. I see. Wow. Love, so love clock. Love clock. 
But when he uses it, it uh, it actually sends them on an adventure through time. Oh, okay. Okay. Love Clock. So it's a romantic comedy, and it's also a sci-fi, sci-fi adventure. adventure. <laughs> Craft genre. Craft genre. That's uh, that's a lot. That's a lot going on. Yeah. Love doesn't love doesn't have a timeline. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, I don't know. Um, uh, of course, they didn't do it, you know. They're not getting married. There's all this, you know, stuff that happens to prevent it. Um, yeah. But, but I agree. I think, uh, I mean, I think, they, I guess they wanted to end on a big dramatic moment. So, here's my prediction. And if it, if it comes true, Alan Ball has to hire me as a writer. Okay. Um, this is this is off the top of my head what I what I think they something just generally what they would do at this point with Jason. I feel like, you know, Tar is gonna be upset because Eggs is dead. Right. The end. <laughs> Hire me. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. I should be a writer too. I think I I think I could have figured that out. Hire me, Alan Ball. <laughs> Hire me. Uh, no, okay, so so she's going to be upset. Then here here, here it goes. She's going to turn to Jason, right? Right. So then all of her feelings are going to come out on Jason. Yeah. And as soon as they get closer, then he's going to feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And they'll get closer. Yeah. And the big secret will come out. Because he does have a con- – it, it takes a while. Usually, mm-hmm. you know, he'll, he'll probably not say anything for a while, but eventually oh, yeah. it'll come out. Oh, yeah, it'll come out. Yeah. And then that'll be a whole big fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah, it seems about right. I think Alan Ball should hire you. Yeah, I think so too. And anyone else who thinks so should write a letter to. <laughs> I like to. I like to hope that he's listening. I like to hope he's listening too. Maybe jotting notes down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. That's what I would do if I were him. I like to think Alan Ball is stealing stealing ideas from us. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. We steal ideas from him. <laughs> well, but uh, yeah. So yeah, you know, like, you know, like I said, my big problem was they tied everything up with a nice little bow. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it was a little, it was a little convenient. It was as messy as it seemed like it was gonna be. You know, except if you count the cleanup of Grandma's house, yeah. that's gonna be a mess. <laughs> that did seem like the worst part. That what? That seemed like the worst part. Yeah, yeah, no, she really wrecked that place. Yeah, yeah, like that. That was the only thing I got the impression really, really was gonna be a problem. Yeah. I didn't have to hand it to the Bontoners, you know, to the main cast. Uh, they they managed to take down a main it, you know. Mm-hmm. It did take, you know, several crafty humans, uh, a couple of vampires, a shape, you know, mm-hmm. a shapeshifter, and whatever Sookie is to yeah. do it. But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they got it done. They did. They did. Yeah. You know, Bill's little thing of, of uh, you know, this little thing that they have where, like, some humans 
or some non-vampire gets injured and the, and the, and the fix is to just have them drink vampire blood. Mm-hmm. That's pretty convenient for them. Yeah. You know, because they got through the whole thing with, you know, Sam actually getting stabbed. Yeah. And all that, and then five seconds later, he's healed. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But they set that up, so now they yeah. get to use it. Yeah, they get to use it. Oh, there's the gloves. Yeah, you did, uh, uh, what was I going to say? They did bring up the fact that, uh, uh, you know, the Sookie, uh, drank, uh, drank Bill's blood in the first mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, so I'm glad they, they definitely brought up that whole thing. And, uh, you know, that's along the, the lines of, you know, them stating that, you know, they had has been having Eric and all that, you know just being consistent with uh, their whole mythology with drinking the blood. Right. You know, and so, yeah, so that, uh, you know, that Sookie hasn't realized that, you know, she got feelings for Bill the same way she's getting feelings for Eric. Yeah. You know. But, you know, that's interesting because I swear, I remember that was one of my early criticisms was Sookie always seemed like she wanted to have sex. Right. And I was really confused about that. <laughs> like, it just seemed really weird to me that that was, that that was her thing. And then they had that scene where Bill was like, we could just cuddle. And she was like, no. Uh-huh. That, is so, that is so strange. Um, but then they actually, you know, say that it, you know, it's like a drug or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or it's addictive or whatever they say. And um, So I like when they do subtle things like that, but it just... You know, if, if if you don't sit back and think about them, you won't link them together, which I think is bad. You know, because then the person just thinks, okay, that was weird, and they move on. And yeah. They never they never see the link that, oh, okay, she was exhibiting this thing that they won't state until six episodes later. Right. You know. But you know, but it's part of what they're doing, so it works. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, actually, I didn't even think about that until you mentioned it just now. Yeah, and that's the kind of thing that comes from, like, analyzing it. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, most people I don't think would, would, would even realize that. I don't even know if most people thought it was weird how, you know, how sexed up she was. hmm You know? But for her to be such a prude in the beginning, like, she got really, you know, all about it. Right. And, you know. Yeah. But that is part of the whole thing with vampires. They're supposed to be seductive, you know, so it right. definitely makes sense. It just it's just weird when they don't they don't say it when we see it. They say it like, you know, a while later. Yeah. Yeah. You know, same with Marianne, you know, same with that reveal. Same with uh mm-hmm. they 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 did the flashback to uh when when Bill saved Sucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, she threw that chain on the guy and it wrapped around his neck. So that was the other big thing we find out. Um, oh, yeah, that, uh, yeah. That, you know, Suki is, you know, we've all known this, but it's obviously something else. Right. And uh, and Marianne, what did she ask her? If she, if she ever felt like she had a presence watching over her and something like that. And yeah. Kind of said yes. Um. So Suki Suki's starting to question what she is, um, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, my theory, you know, I mean, you, you know what they say. You know what she is in the book, right? 
Oh. No, I don't. You want me to tell you? Okay. In the book, basically, she's like a fairy. Oh. And I don't now I don't know what kind of fairy. I don't presume it's Tinkerbell fairy. Mm-hmm. But some sort of fairy uh, type of creature. Um, which I think is pretty close to the angel idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, less, you know. less religious, but... Yeah, less religious, exactly. But, but just basically the same. Kind of, yeah. But, um, so that's what she's in the book. I'm assuming the show will do... will probably do that. You know, I'm, I'm assuming they're going to say she's... You know, we, you know... She's got to be some kind of class of of creature, right? That we that we've heard of, or you know, that they can explain to us. So yeah, you know, whether she's a witch or whether she was whatever, like mm-hmm. something. So yeah, yeah, that 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 sounds about right. It'd be awesome if they told us she's Dionysus. Oh God! <laughs> wow, oh, she didn't even know. <laughs> And then, like, all of a sudden, like, Marianne pops pops up from the grave and goes, what? <laughs> then turns back into ashes. <laughs> <That's> just... <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. No, it won't, but a man can dream, can't he? I'm Dionysus? That's crazy. I just, I really want her to stop no saying, I'm a waitress. Whenever someone says, what are you? I'm a waitress. All right. Yeah. Like, she, she didn't really spend much of this season being a waitress. That's true. <laughs> like, she must have racked up a lot of vacation days in Marlott's. Mhm. Yeah. Gonna call the union and see what her uh, status is. There you go. A waitress's union. Mhm. I don't. I don't know if she worked enough hours to get the health insurance. <laughs> I don't know. That's all she is. So she must work there a lot. I don't know. She's been busy. She was in Dallas for like two weeks, wasn't she? Yeah, that's true. But in the meantime, you know, the town went all crazy. So I don't yeah, even think Sam customers. was keeping track of the hours. Yeah. Oh, Sam. After a certain point. Yeah, Sam got that whole thing. He got to go, like, visit his family and stuff. So that was interesting. That was a interesting cliffhanger, too. I forgot about that. Yeah. Was he oh, got it was a, a cliffhanger? A... I couldn't remember how they ended it. Well, basically, he got a lead on who his real parents are. Oh, oh, they weren't his real parents. No, those were those were his adopted parents. Those were people who like foster parents or whatever. That's right. And then you know he he kind of ran away from them. Okay. Uh, and so the, they were saying that you know the mom was saying I can't tell you who your parents are. We promised or whatever. And he and then he goes into the room where his like dying foster dad is or whatever and. Uh, he he scrawls on a piece of paper, I guess. I I forgot what he wrote. He either wrote their name, or their address, or something. And um, 
But uh, but the mom the mom had didn't she have like a sinister answer or something about she said something sinister about his parents like I don't know I forgot what she said it's been a while yeah but, uh, I, I don't like, remember what she said either but that's I, I feel like she said something like they're bad people or something yeah you know you don't want to talk to them they're bad people or something weird like that yeah yeah I mean I thought the idea was that they you know that's why they had him. That, you know, his original parents weren't taking care of him for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't know. I'm assuming it's something crazy. I'm assuming his parents are shifters, or at least one of them. Yeah. So I I think that'll be an interesting story. Yeah, I guess we'll find that out. I actually thought this might be the end of him this season. Mm Mm-hmm. I, yeah, he was up on the I'm like, they can let go of Sam, I guess. Yeah. I thought this Marianne storyline was sort of his way out. Mm-hmm. Like, I figured if he, even if he survived, he might just leave town. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But he realized that home is where his name is. I guess so. <laughs> Which is on his building. <laughs> where he must be the only restaurant in town. Yeah, I forgot that they, yeah, I have no sense of what the town's like. It's weird when they show the part of the, like, main part of town, because you never see that, mostly. Uh-uh. You always see, like, just people's houses and merlots and... And the like, woods. I, I have no... Yeah, in the woods. Like, I have no sense of what that town's actually supposed to be like. But, uh, yeah, I forgot that that was a cliffhanger. Um, I remember that he went to visit, but I forgot there was an outcome to that. Yeah. So I guess we'll see that next season. Yeah, that'll be his big thing. Find out what's going on with him. And I think at some point we're supposed to see some werewolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they'd pull something like, you know, his dad's a werewolf and his mom, you know, his mom mm-hmm. is human or something. Yeah. You know, maybe they'll maybe they'll have some explanation of how you how you become a shifter. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Something crazy, yeah. Yeah, werewolves should be coming, you know. Yeah, they've been talking about them for a while. And every season they've sort of shown something new. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll probably see... Uh, We'll probably see that next season. Little Wolf or Sam? Yeah, I think so. Um, what else happened? That's pretty much it, right? Yeah, we pretty much we covered most of it. I mean, there's that whole thing with what's her name? Jessica. She goes and what is she? Know, feeds on some trucker guy. Oh, that was weird. Yeah, it was weird. I don't know where they're going she... with that. She, like, lied to Bill and said she was going to go make up with the fight. Mm-hmm. And then she went to go feed on oh, the Oh, that's right. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I Boyd guess that would be up. some kind of problem. You think that might be a problem? I guess, yeah. You feeding on truckers? <laughs> yeah. Problem, conflict, maybe? Yeah, something like that. I don't think Bill's going to like it if he finds out. Man. Although, he's kidnapped, so I guess it'll be a while before he finds out. Yeah. 
he might be spending some time in Eric's dungeon. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. With the rotating device and the bucket. Mm-hmm. Oh, the bucket. What a dungeon, Eric. What a dungeon. Wait a minute. So that whole thing with Lafayette, weren't those people down there, like, weren't they down there because Laf- uh, because Eric was trying to figure out who was selling vampire blood or something? Uh, yeah. Like, wasn't he, like, doing an investigation or something? Yeah. So, if the queen was applying the whole time, he knew where it was coming from. So, what was that whole thing about? You know, I don't think that's true. Like, I, I think the queen is the, is a new thing. Oh, like, okay. I, I think I think originally, you know, he was doing a legitimate investigation, but then the queen decided, like, after that whole thing with Lafayette happened, then the queen told him to... Uh, to start selling it, and ha- and he had Lafayette do it, but I don't think he was doing it, you know, before. I mean, certainly like Lafayette's source was not Eric before. Wait, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. But why was he trying to find who was selling V then, or was he trying to find who killed the vampires in that fire? Oh, maybe that was the reason. Yeah. I don't remember. They never saw that, did they? No. I for, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, no, they didn't. That, Wait, why isn't that solved? I don't know. I thought that was solved before he even brought it up. I did, too. I thought we already knew who did it. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that the whole thing? He was holding people there because he was trying to figure out who killed... That's what it was. It wasn't the V thing. I thought there was a V thing, too, though. But may, maybe that's all it was. Maybe he brought him in because of the V thing... But what he really was interested in was that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was something like that. Where he knew to get him because he trafficked and be. And... Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know if they... Huh, that was weird. Yeah, I don't... I. Ugh. But still, even the pretense of the V is weird if... If the queen is one of the people who's putting it out there. Mm-hmm. You know. Because originally Lafayette was getting it from that, that gay vampire. Right. Right, and I guess maybe other maybe some other people. Yeah, that's what I would assume. Uh, yeah, but I think I think uh, I I think the queen decided to do that like in this season. Yeah, and uh, you know for some reason, and you're you know. Oh, you don't think she's been selling B this whole time? No, I don't. I think that's a new thing. Hmm. I mean, maybe, but that's. I don't know. That's what it seems like to me. Okay, yeah, we'll see. That like she she's got some specific reason. Of course, I thought it was just the money. That's kind of lame, but <laughs> like you know, like, like more like what you said. Like there's some strategy that she has in mind. Yeah. That gives her a reason to do it. Like now, where she wasn't doing it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get the sense it's, it was a it was a more longer term strategy, but it's you know that's just the sense I get. Mhm. I guess. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I guess I assume that you know when 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 Eric comes to, to Lafayette and tells him to start selling it again, or, or it's actually the woman, whatever her name is. Uh, uh, I guess you know I guess I assume that was it. Like that was prompted by the Queen saying, "Go sell like." that nothing had happened before that. Mm-hmm. You know, but so you're imagining... Uh, I'm imagining, like, it, she's been doing it before, 
in having other people sell it, mm-hmm. and she just now had Eric start doing it for her. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, that can work. But, and, yeah, it depends. I mean, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, overall, the, uh, you know, a lot of parts of the season were really good, mm-hmm. and overall, I would say it was a good season. Um this yeah. last episode uh was was not not the best. Uh it kind of just it had a lot of disappointing moments and Yeah. It wasn't terrible. I mean, it was it was decent. Uh Well, I'll just say it, you know, they pulled the BSG finale. Yeah. <laughs> I I like the BSG finale better, but uh but I I see what you mean. But just in terms of a disappointing ending that was moderately well done. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Good point. Yeah. Yeah, it just it it just didn't deliver on what what I thought I could expect. Yeah. And in that way, yeah, very similar to the Beatles. Well, you were half thinking Dionysus was going to show up, so your expectations were a bit higher than mine. You're right. Not, you know, I didn't really think he would. I I, I kind of hoped, but I, it, but what I was really hoping for was just something. I, I was hoping for something to happen, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and nothing happened. Yeah, and I just I, I think that, that was the I think that was the point that they set up that it just I know nothing ever comes. I know, I know. But did I you thought really, you know you this really time it would be different know? for some reason. Maybe Sophie really, really was the vessel. Did you really want them to validate Greek mythology? Um, no, not necessarily validate Greek mythology, but I would want them to. I would want them to validate something. I mean, Marianne did have some kind of power, you know, and and I, I guess I I wanted to get a sense that that was, you know, that that was connected to something. Wait, why do you think she had some kind of power? Well, because <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> okay. Woo! <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I like that you're about to to launch into your ten part essay on. Uh, I was going to explain why I thought those were powers, and I was like, "Do you not think those are powers? I don't know what to do." <laughs> I can, all I can say is, if you can make people's eyes turn black and have them do what you want, yeah. you, that's some kind of power that at least I don't have. Wait, that means you're a lobbyist. Oh. oh! Wow! Wow! Maybe that's yeah, the uh, maybe that's the political commentary. Yeah, that's the political commentary. Yeah, Marianne, Maryland, DC. <laughs> yeah. Wow! I think it's there, guys. Wow! <laughs> I'm glad you uncovered that. I had no idea. Hey, I was an investigative reporter in my previous life. It's uh, it's also a very. That's all my. That's all my. Wow. That'll be my. That'll be my new thing. Mm-hmm. It'll be my tombstone from a previous life. That's what I was. Right. Right. <laughs> it's a little more macabre for the for the for the True Blood podcast. Ah. Okay. It's also getting close to Halloween, so. It's definitely, yeah, Halloween time. It's thematic. 
I like the idea of it being just one long like satire about lobbyists. <laughs> I just think that would be great if they did that intentionally. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, uh, Andy is, uh, you know, Andy and uh, the sheriff are the, you know, they represent the legal system, you know, mm-hmm. befuddled and, you know, right. it's ineffective, ineffective in- yeah. Incapable of doing anything to mm-hmm. stop mm-hmm. it. You got... Um, corrupted in the end. Yeah, corrupted. You got, uh, who else? Who's Jason? Jason is uh Jason is Jason's the all American hero. Mm-hmm. Who try as he may, uh you know, gets uh get gets get is easily persuaded, you know, to do something he shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Uh and uh and, and in the end, you know succumbs. Can't yeah, succumbs. Yeah. I think you could actually make that theory work. I think you could too. Yeah, I think it's. Um, I think a, an essay is in order here. Yeah. Uh, and plot out all the characters and their relationship to mm-hmm. and, how, and what they're saying and doing and. Uh, you know, of course, the, the people are malads. Oh man, dude, you could just you could make uh, a whole a whole case with the financial crisis. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, uh, the whole you know tie-in greed and. Right. And debt with uh with 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 their uh you know with with the, what the townspeople were doing yeah 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 you know, yeah consuming and consuming and right uh, you know Marianne is like Just constantly like, wanting some kind of sensation and, mm-hmm. yeah wow this is pretty powerful stuff <laughs> they're doing here on True Blood uh, they're really they're really saying something I had no idea yeah. This is our grace of wrath. It's basically like, yeah, I was going to say it's like the new American Psycho. <laughs> yeah. But grace American of wrath psycho. works. Speaking of American Psycho, um, guess who uh, uh, Christian Christian Bale sort of based his uh, Patrick Bateman character off of? Guess what actor? Oh, God, I have no you idea. You can actually, if you think about it, I think you could get it. I think you could get it. Really? Yeah. Think about think about who Patrick Bateman really is, and and then think about what actor is is that. Um. And it's definitely an actor you know. It's it's okay. I I really think you could get it. Um. Can I get a hint? Uh, I mean, think about Patrick Bateman. Think about who, what he looks like. Think about okay. his relative age. Think about okay. his personality. Think about how he interacts with people. Okay. Think about how he comes off. You know. Yeah. That's your hint. It's Patrick Bateman. Um. And what actor has a personality that might fit that of a serial killer and you wouldn't know it? <laughs> but you kind of, you, you could sense it. Uh, I have no idea. 
I, All right, if you want me to tell you, I'll tell you, and you're going to feel really bad. I know I will, I know I will, but I really can't think of anybody. This is someone who's been in movies you like, <laughs> uh, by directors you really like. Well, let's put it that you own a movie that this actor is in. I own a movie. Yeah. All right, well, I only own, like, 50 movies, so... Yeah. If I can just look... Who is the most Patrick Bateman-like? God, that's a good. That seems like something I should know. I can't think of anyone who's like him. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm obviously forgetting somebody. Yeah. Let's see. Big actor. This is a big name actor. Um. Damn. Uh. Yeah. No, not really. Let's see. No. No. Okay, okay. How, 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 um, can I, can, you want to buy a vowel? I really do want to buy a vowel. I want my vowel to be, like, how, uh, how old is this actor? Like, I'm what? telling you, picture Patrick Bateman, and you will see in the face of Patrick Bateman. I'm just picturing actor. Christian Bale. I can't, I can't picture anybody else. I, I don't. How about this? How about this? Think of an actor. Who could have played this part other than Christian Bale and kind of was could be playing himself? <sighs> this should be really easy. Okay. Okay. Wow. So the wow. top five male actors in the world. All right. Let me put it that way. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. But no, but seriously, how, how, how old? Like when, how old, when did this how, actor do his? He's month? been around. He's been around forever, almost. He's been around he's, forever. He, well, not forever, but a long time since the eighties. Since the eighties, dude. I'm telling you, top five actor in the world. <laughs> There's the only people five who are movies. coming to mind when you say that have to be wrong. Okay, who who's coming to mind? Like that. The first person that pops in my head when you say that is um, Robert De Niro. No, not which De Niro. I know is wrong. Uh, um, and then I think, okay, uh, Jack Nicholson. No, didn't think so. No, think think box office wise, not necessarily other categories of. Oh, think box office. So this think, isn't. But I, you said I like this actor. Oh yeah, yeah, but I'm still saying think box office. Think. Think big, big celebrity. <gasps> Tom, big Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> immediately, it immediately hit me. Yeah. Oh God, yes. Yeah. Oh God, he could so play that part. Totally. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's so obvious. <laughs> so obvious. He just never entered my mind. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so I I was I saw this little article. Apparently, Mary Heron, who uh, directed the movie, she I guess there was some article or some, I don't know somewhere she said this recently, and something that just came out, uh, where she she said that's what Christian Bale told her or whatever that he he sort of based the the, the part off of Tom Cruise. Wow. That he I think he had he he you know he had met him or or whatever or <laughs> saw him on something, and he said it was that the 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 friendliness. Uh, of him, mm-hmm. but with like deadness in the eyes, yeah, like nothing behind the eyes, 
and and uh, that's that's Tom Cruise. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Wow. I never realized how Tom Cruise like Patrick Bateman is. Dude, I'm telling you, he he. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't make that. Con- I never made that connection, and now it seems like really obvious. Biggest, but it seems like Patrick Bateman should have been named Tom Cruise. Yeah. You know, especially considering in the book, he you know he Tom Cruise makes a cameo. That's right. That's right. He actually mm-hmm. meets him in the book, mm-hmm. like an elevator or something. Yeah, that was a weird scene. Yeah, so it's probably it's probably even intentional. Yeah. That's uh wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought that was like totally fitting. I'm like, of course you did. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's perfect. It's weird though cuz you know, he's like for the most part, you know, uh you know, he's he's played pretty mainstream straightforward roles. Mhm. Um and uh, you know, doesn't I, he? He sort of has that image now because of the whole like Scientology thing and yeah, jumping on Oprah's couch and it was more like I think it was he's weird behind the scenes, you know, like not on film. He's you know he's a good actor, yeah. Uh, but behind the scenes, he's, he's kind of strange. And I think over time, that sort of people realize people saw that like yeah, he got like okay, you're you're a little much. Yeah, yeah, and I guess they were aware of it when they made that movie because that was that was before a lot of the like Tom Cruise crazy stuff had happened. Yeah, it could just be some sort of coincidence. I mean, you know, he may have just wanted Cruise in the book. Yeah, that's Cause, true. Because you know, he was an interesting, you know, kind of celebrity during that right. time. And there's a couple of other cameos in the book too. Yeah. Um. That's the cool thing about books. You can just throw, like, outrageous cameos in them. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to, like, get the get the actual person. Nope. I love that. Like, there, there's a concert, I remember. I, I forget who it was. Somebody pretty famous in the book. And he has that weird experience at the concert mm-hmm. where he, I think he thinks they're talking to him or something. Or maybe I just dreamed that. I don't remember. <laughs> Something happens. <laughs> Something happens. But that's yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, I feel I'm, bad about Christian Bale though. I, He's just... I was just gonna lament Christian Christian Bale. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page. Like... He really, he really, uh, he really had potential. Mhm, mhm. And he's just turned into something that uh, I don't know what to do with. Yeah, he just got on this big action path. Yeah. Um, and he's, you know, I think he's, you know, he's better at character stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he just, when he plays those parts, I, I haven't seen Terminator 3, 4, whatever it is. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. Um, I didn't see it either. But in the Batman movies, he just kind of, he just kind of disappears into the part. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. really, he doesn't really make an impression. And it's really the other characters who, who Dude. stand out. What's his name? Um, I see his face. Two face. <laughs> no, 
Who? Uh, what's his? I forgot his name. Who's the guy who played Two Face? And the second. Oh, 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 Aaron Eckhart. Dude, Aaron Eckhart. I'm talking about making an impression. I, you know, his, his, his first scene in that movie was one of the best, like, first scenes from a character I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just on fire. That whole intro, like, you know, like. The way they the way they did the whole thing, he was like ten times more interesting than Batman was. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's what's weird is Christian Bale like he puts on that costume and he he becomes something different, you know, which is interesting. But it's but it's like you know it's like he's trying to blend into the shadows all the time. Yeah. And he does yeah. that awful voice, mm-hmm. and it's just, I mean, you got to spend time, but, like, out of the costume, he's boring. Out of the costume, he's boring, and that's the thing. Bruce Wayne is supposed to be really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, when I was watching the original, like, Michael Keaton made Bruce Wayne a fairly interesting character. Yeah. Reasonably, like, much more so than than Christian Bale did. Yeah. And he, and he he made him like interesting, but he you know but he but you know he's got to have that dark twist to him, right? You know, um, yeah. yeah Christian I, Bale I, I basically just... played him like a really boring Patrick Bateman, like Patrick yes, Bateman exactly, without yeah. all the like things that make him good. Yeah, that's that was weird. Yeah, he's just like a lifeless Patrick Bateman. Yeah, Patrick Bateman who never developed any personality. Yeah. Because that was the thing. It was Patrick Bateman tried to, you know, he was, uh, you know, trying to uh, artificially create his personality. Right. You know, but this was like, but it's like, you know, Bruce Wayne, his Bruce Wayne, like, just doesn't try. Right. He's like, no, I'm too rich for that. <laughs> yeah. And But Patrick Bateman, like, had, you know... He had things that he cared about. Like he he was like an empty human being, but yeah. he had these weird quirks, and he really he really cared about certain things that it's hard to relate to. Mm-hmm. You know all that stuff about the you know the various shampoos and facial scrubs and the the business yeah. card layouts and. Um, well, he was always trying to present the, the the image, you know, and 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 that's why he cared about all that stuff. Was, yeah, this is this is you know I do this and it's all big routine and. But he cared about it to such an obsessive degree that it was interesting. Yeah. yeah. You know, because it was it was just it was uh, it got down to the really fine detail. Um, and and his music opinions are my favorite thing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I just love his like music reviews. They're fantastic. Cuz I mean, they don't uh, they almost sound like legitimate reviews. Yeah. But they're kind of insane. Yeah, they're definitely insane. Yeah, it's it's a it's a particularly interesting thing. It's just all like, and he's telling it to people who just don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, and he's really enthusiastic about it. Like, I really feel like that scene, that scene when he's about to kill Jared Leto, and spoiler alert. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it is early in the movie. I don't know. Anyway, he, uh, uh, you know, when he puts on the the Huey Lewis and the News, and he goes on this long diatribe 
about what the song's really about and how you should listen to the lyrics and 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 he 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 gets up into this crescendo like like um just uh praising the song mm-hmm. and like the climax is him like you know killing Jared Leto with the axe but like yeah. Jared Leto's just sitting there like whatever what are you doing yeah like this guy's just like Rambling to him. His music reviews. I remember the the one about Genesis and 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 Phil mm-hmm. Collins uh, moving uh, moving to the front. Um, apparently, I just I just read an article that Phil Collins had some sort of like surgery or something recently, and he he like can't play the drums anymore. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I thought that was pretty pretty harsh. I hadn't heard that. Yeah, that is harsh. Wow. Wow. Harsh in my mellow, man. That's what he talked in the seventies. I know that from TV. <laughs> the, the encyclopedia of the nineties. That's what we use to learn. But yeah. So <laughs> that you know, I don't know if it's too soon, but I just, I'm already there's already a really bad Phil Collins. Genesis joke now of I can't walk, I can't dance, I can't play drums. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. It was just sitting there for me. I had to I had to you know, it was like the forbidden fruit. It's just sitting there. I just had to pick it. Mhm. Pick it off the tree. Yeah. It was right there in my face. Yeah. Because, you know, that was my, when I was a kid, when that, I guess when that song was out or something, I uh, I used to love that song. It was my, I don't know why, I remember seeing the video back in the day, and I just, I'm like, ooh, Genesis, I don't know who you are, but I like this song. <laughs> it's the old white guys doing mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what you doing? <laughs> yeah, pretty much it. Yeah, no, yeah, I was always, uh... When I was a kid, I was a big Phil Collins fan. Yeah, but I think that led me. That was pretty young, and then and then after that, then I then yeah, then I got into Phil Collins, and he's got his stuff. Like I didn't, I didn't really distinguish. Like to me, Genesis was Phil Collins too, because I I never knew yeah. the Peter Gabriel stuff. I actually knew Peter Gabriel as a solo mm. uh, artist. Yeah. So I I didn't really I didn't really distinguish. Some of that early Genesis stuff, the stuff that Patrick Bateman calls arty and pretentious, um, <laughs> is actually pretty. Uh, you know, it's like it's like uh, it's like progressive rock. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got some pretty fancy like time signature arrangements and stuff like that. It's pretty difficult drum parts, and that's the kind of bit. Like they were more like they were more like Rush when they first mm-hmm. started. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of changed into more like a pop band, more like what Phil Collins did on his own. That's basically what Patrick Raymond says. Yeah. More satisfying in a narrower way. <laughs> yeah, he makes good arguments. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, some of that older stuff is, uh, you know, pretty famous drumming-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's what Phil Collins is known for uh, with the drums. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why the, you know... So no drumming is sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he is pretty old, but I guess uh, you know he still could have played for 
a number of years. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh wow. So can I just uh can I just bring up something from Dexter real quick? Sure, why not? I know it's like not exactly we haven't really set this up. Uh spoiler alert maybe. Uh oh, unprecedented. <laughs> we're going off we're going off script here, guys. For anyone buckle up, buckle up folks. Anyone who hasn't been watching Dexter this season, I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw a spoiler out there. Uh oh. Um this is just a minor thing. Um so at the end of the previous episode, not the most recent one, um The one where Dexter dies? Yeah, the one where Dexter <laughs> God. Spoiler alert. Oops. <laughs> Luckily we spoiler alerted that one. Oh man. Um God that would everyone be... died and Man, if they did that, that would be amazing. They just they just kill off Dexter in episode three. Yeah. It's like what the fuck? Where do we go from here? Who's gonna narrate? <laughs> Dexter's dad. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you know Dexter's dad has taken on a weird It's just a it's a new thing, right? It's like yeah, he's like the he's like his imaginary friend or something now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're 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 using him more and more, which I I'll buy because I think Dexter's having more and more problems. Like he's more constrained, you know, all the time. Yeah. Uh, and so now his dad is having to help him more. Uh, you know, I still won't forget all that shit before, though, about, like, fuck Harry's code and all that. Right. You know, and I don't buy it. Now he's, you know, it's like he forgot all that. Mm-hmm. But um, besides that, um, yeah, they, they're using him a lot. Yeah, they are. They are. They. I mean, I guess they're done with the flashbacks. That was where, that was the, uh, that was the way they originally used them. Yeah. I think it was last season that they started doing this like fantasy sequence thing. Mhm. Where they have him talking to Dexter and and really it's just like you know, he's really Dexter talking to himself. Yeah. In the voice of his dad, like what his dad would say. In the circum or Harry, I guess not really his dad, but or maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> We'll find I, out. I don't know. I, I don't know where they're going with this whole uh, Deborah thing. I feel like he should be his real dad. Yeah. That might that might explain why he took such a vested interest in him. Mm-hmm. You know, and knew, and maybe even knew that, you know, maybe his, maybe Dexter's grandfather, you know, had mental health issues or something. Mm, mm-hmm. Or, or, you know, the dad knew that it ran in the family or yeah. whatever. You know, some extra little detail about that, but... Right. Um, yeah, I don't know what they're doing. But can I say, you know, Michael C. Hall's a good actor. I agree. He he's uh he makes a lot out of out of what they give him, you know. Mhm. And uh yeah, he's he's really good. I forget if it was episode three or four, but I was just watching him like, Yeah, you're really good. Mhm. <laughs> you know, and I then I thought about his old six feet under days, you know, yeah. and I'm like, Man, I can't I can't believe like, you know, Definitely two different characters. Yeah, you know. initially I thought they were kind of the same, but mm-hmm. uh, I think by now he's really made Dexter a different a different thing. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely got a different thing. I can I can distinguish him, and for me he's definitely you know uh, he's definitely Dexter now. I, I I I completely don't think about Six Feet Under anymore. No. When I see him, when the show first started, that was a big problem. Yeah. Because I'd just come off watching Six Feet Under. But I agree. He's really good. He's had a lot of good moments this season, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's been you know, it's been pretty good overall. But uh, the thing I wanted to bring up was the uh, the ending of episode three, where he breaks the security lights mm-hmm. and Rita sees him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know if it was just me, but when I saw that, it was it was one of the first times where I just thought, oh come on, what's the big deal? He can he can he can explain that. Mm-hmm. Like they. They played it like that was some big thing, but I immediately, you, you know, know since, what? since they ended I, on it. I thought what they were trying to tell us by the way they ended on that, I thought the big idea was, oh, no, she's going to think he's the guy who's been vandalizing the neighborhood. Oh, uh, yeah. See, that's what I thought the big reveal was, because I think, you know, that's fairly worthy of a ending of an episode. I thought, like, okay, now he's got to... You know, now she's going to be watching him closer or whatever the repercussions of, mm-hmm. you know, she's going to think he's been doing this the whole time. But yeah. I don't, that's not what they said, right? They were no, like, they, she she did what, see, I, that didn't even occur to me. I thought they were saying, like, this was just going to make her suspicious of Dexter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't even buy that. Like, I, what I thought was what they did with it was where it's just, you know, she just takes it as a sign that he's stressed out, and so she takes the kids and, like, leaves for a few days. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it turns into a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it turned into this good thing. Yeah, it was weird. I, I thought they were trying to – I thought the big question was – the big thing was, yeah, that, that she was going to think – because the whole episode was about who's the vandal. yeah. And, you know, we know who it is, you know. Um, but, actually, uh, I didn't know who it was. They actually surprised me. Oh, that it wasn't the son? Yeah, that it was actually the dad. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, I, I like how they did that because it was topical. Right. With him being pushed to the brink because he's losing his house and all this shit. And, yeah. Yeah, it was it was nice. And he's like, I'm just gonna go break their stuff. These mm-hmm. people. <laughs> um, yeah, it was interesting. Um, yeah, I, like and I, I, I sort of it was a little bit comical, but I liked how they established the like atmosphere of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Of just you know the, setting up the neighborhood watch and. and I wish. Like he couldn't he couldn't move around like he was used to doing. No, yeah, I think the way they the way that they have uh the kind of constraints they put on him this season has been really, really interesting. Yeah. Like, you know, not just the baby but the whole the whole different aspects of his new domesticated life. Mm-hmm. I think have been pretty interesting fodder for their conflict. So uh, you know. Yeah. Uh but um I was gonna say something about something. Hmm. So I shouldn't try to keep two thoughts in my head at once. Something before about we were talking about oh uh the vandal. Oh, you're talking about oh, I was gonna say I feel like I, I feel like I missed them moving into this new neighborhood. Yeah, well they didn't show it. That was in the well, that's, yeah, like that's weird to me. Like I feel like because it looks like their same house. <laughs> yeah, it's like, not, but yeah. I don't know what their old house looked like, so to me, it looks like their same house. I, I can and, tell it's different, but it, it kind of looks similar. Yeah, I mean, it's bright and sunny, and it's in a suburb. It looks yeah. like the same house. It looks, and, different, it looks different from the outside. That's Yeah, yeah. That's where I can really tell. Yeah. 
But it's like it was. Really, it's really weird to me that they're 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 making a whole big thing about their new neighborhood, but we never saw them actually move in. Right. So I just so to me, there's always this disconnect when they try to like tie things together with with their new neighbors or you know, because I'm like, oh yeah, you guys are new. That's right. Mm-hmm. But these are neighbors who have been there this whole time. Right. Damn. Yeah. Everything okay over there? Oh, yeah. All right. Something's going on somewhere. Somewhere in the big city. Mm-hmm. Um, the city that never sleeps. The city that never sleeps, Los Angeles. Yep. The Big Apple. The Big Apple. <laughs> the Windy City. Mm-hmm. It's got all the titles. Mm-hmm. City of Lights, Los Angeles. <laughs> City by the Bay, Los Angeles. <laughs> Gay Perry, Los Angeles. Gay Perry, yeah. <laughs> London, England, Los Angeles. <laughs> um, yeah, I just sort of went with it. Uh, there was a time lapse between season two and three yeah. of yeah, about a, of about a year, I think. That's the thing. I don't mind the time lapse. Is, but but when but when the time lapse is when what they're showing and talking about involves what was going on in the part we missed, it just keeps reminding me that there's a time lapse. Mm-hmm. You know, same with like Mad Men. It was just like it skipped forward a couple years, and like if it, but and if it didn't matter, then it's fine. But then it but it ends up mattering. Like what happened in that time? Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then when they don't tell you that it's been, you know, all they have to do is tell you, you know, X amount of time later. Right. Yeah, shows don't like to do that anymore. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't I don't understand that. Like, It uh, seems like the standard thing is they just, they just the start it up and, like, yeah, let us figure it out. Like, they, they, they have that one line where, where Deborah tells Lundy it's been two years. And uh-huh. I think that's the only way we can really piece together how long it's been. Yeah. Like, based on that, I said, okay, so season three was probably, you know, about a year, and so it's probably been about a year since then. Mm-hmm. Which is about right, because, like, the baby wasn't born yet at the end of season three. Yeah. You know, I will say it's nice we skipped the pregnancy. I agree. <laughs> I can they do without a, that. They did us a favor. They did, yeah. So. We didn't have to go through the childbirth either. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's that's like always good for a cliche. Yep. They really skipped that big hassle. They skipped most of the hassle. They did, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That that was the main reason why I thought that was crappy to do. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's a good side of that, I guess. And I sort of don't like. I kind of think it's cool to just be that subtle about it. But at the same time, it just feels like, it just feels weird because shows, shows, TV shows aren't usually that subtle. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, that's a that's a cable thing. I mean, they're trying to be sophisticated, but at the same time, it's like, I feel like when it's, when it's things like that, I don't need you to be subtle about what year it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like... You know about how much time has changed. You know, it's been what X amount of months since I since the show's been on the air in real time. Right. You know, so there's always that 
that time lag in the audience's mind, you know, and it's just like, you know, that's confusing when you come back to a show. Like, okay, well, how long has it been in the show? Yeah. And they don't tell you. Yeah. And, they, and so the whole time you're trying to piece it together, I just, I just feel like that's needless brain work for the audience. Like, why, you know, let us focus on other things, not trying to decode mm-hmm. how long it's been. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it took me a while to realize that a lot of time had passed. I mm-hmm. I was just sort of trying to remember what had even happened the previous yeah. season. It's like you're trying to remember what happened before. You're caught up in what's happening on screen now. Yeah. And all the while you're like, when is, what, what, what's going on? Because it was like she had the baby, but it was like, what did I? What are they doing? Are they gonna flashback? Is this, you know, like, mm-hmm. what's going on? Yeah. But uh, yeah, so far so good. I gotta say. I think uh, mm-hmm. I think the Maybe best episode was the second one, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. where he's trying to find where he left the body. Yeah. After best. the car wreck. Um. Uh, but I mean, it, I mean, I, I liked all the episodes. That one was just particularly. It was just a really good plot. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and really, I just say, you know, Angel and Maria. <laughs> that's been an interesting storyline. Yeah, what do you think about that? Uh, it's interesting. Are you? Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't when they first did it. I didn't buy it, but, mm-hmm. but I was just like, ah, come on. I guess they just wanted to do something. With those characters. I thought it, I, I, I swallowed that pill in the beginning because I knew that they had a backstory before, you know? Yeah. Um, I, you know, they had been, they had known each other for a really long time. It wasn't just like, you know, they knew each other from the start of the show or something. Right. Uh, so I, I kind of bought it, you know, it, but it was, it was weird because, you know, like, like they kind of mentioned, you know, he was seeing that other that other cop lady. Yeah, that was the story and, last season. Yeah, and that seemed very involved. Like that was, you know, he was really into her. I forget. Yeah. I don't remember how it played out, but did she dump him or something? I I I don't remember, but what I think happened was uh, I, they were they were good. They were together at the end of last season, and I think mm-hmm. what happened was I I think they explained this in some dialogue that like. You know, something something went wrong during the the during, during the, the break. During the break, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. That's that's what I was talking about too. Yeah, that's the only time they mentioned it. Was Masuka was saying, you know, can he can he call her or something? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that that's what we were to think with Maria and Angel is like it seemed like there was some weird overlap between the relationships, but he had already been done with Babawa. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love his act. I I don't know why he talks that way, but it's it's, a, it's great. It's great angel. Speech. That's a great name for him to have to say a lot. <laughs> yeah, Babawa. Babawa. <laughs> wow. No R's in that name. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, he's got he's got a his yeah. I don't know what yeah. that is, but it's I don't either. Good. But uh, so speaking, like of it's sort of like a list, but it's I, it's it's weird. Yeah, I don't know if it if if it's like that mostly due to accent or mostly to do the how he talks. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know which. I think it's both at play. I, I think but it's I both also. I don't yeah. know what who. Yeah, 
So speaking of Dexter, uh, guess where? Oh, maybe this is a spoiler. Oh God. Um, this a spoiler be, for me? This might be a well, a a what kind of spoiler is this? This is a spoiler that is you know the result of deduction, my dear Watson. Oh, uh, okay. Not a true spoiler, but a, a like this might be true given what I could tell you. Oh, okay. This is sort of like uh, when when Locke said I I came for the submarine, and then and then I assumed that he came there to blow up the submarine. No. Oh, okay. This is like um, Elizabeth Mitchell having a new TV show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> okay. So uh, I saw I saw our dear friend Agent Lundy on a, on another TV show. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a <laughs> wow, wow. So take that what you will. Uh, he yeah. wasn't he wasn't um, one of the main characters, but he was he was uh, he was in three or four scenes. So he's a definitely strong supporting character. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this show on TNT called White Collar, mm-hmm. um, and and I uh, I thought ads for it, and I uh, I thought I thought it looked halfway interesting, so I uh, I checked out the pilot. It's it's pretty good. I, I give it a, a solid solid B plus. Mm-hmm. You know, for a pilot, it's about an FBI agent who is he's a you know he solved white collar crimes and tracks down criminals and. Does Lundy and, play an FBI agent? <laughs> Lundy plays. Hmm. Yeah, I think so. Uh, or uh, I'm trying to remember what his character was. He. Hmm. Now I wonder if he was in that or if he was in Dollhouse. Because I watched Dollhouse recently. Now I'm, I'm wondering if he was in Dollhouse. Well, I can look it up. Well, there's no way to find out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because <sighs> I feel like he was playing a bad guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he was on Dollhouse. Dollhouse. That's where I saw him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, he was playing. A, he was playing a bad guy. That's right. Um, so Dollhouse, by the way, not as good as season one. Season two is overall blowing. Oh really? I don't, they they're not they're not doing what they did in season one that was interesting at all. It, it's I don't know what they're doing, and they did the same thing too with like a time jump and mm-hmm. and like leaving things like I, I feel like I'm not sufficiently grounded in this season. You know, like there there are things that a big gap between last season and what and where the season started. And I feel like I'm waiting for them to fill in the gap, but they're continuing to progress the story. And it's like, you know, when am I going to figure out what happened and why things are like this? You know, it's weird. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's not as good. I'm hanging in there, though, but it's it's really not as good. Okay. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, that's too bad. Because we're hanging at the dollhouse. Is that the theme song? The theme song. Okay. 
Just me and my homies hanging at the dollhouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's fun. Wow. But um, I think we talked about all the TV shows. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I just wanted to bring up that one thing, but overall, uh, overall, it's been pretty good. And I think I think your spoiler is probably right. I mean, I, I kind of thought that anyway. Yeah. You know, from the way, just from the way they uh, shot. I mean, what are they gonna? Yeah, what are they gonna do? Like, really get him and Deborah back together? Yeah. Yeah, no, like, dramatically, it's kind of perfect. Yeah. So, you know, and and the way they showed it. I'm just glad, you know, Jason didn't kill Lundy. Oh, God. (laughs) That would be hilarious. (laughs) Oh, man, I would love it to see if someone on YouTube would cut together (laughs) Jason with the gun in his hand shooting with Lundy getting shot. (laughs) Oh man, that'd be hilarious! <laughs> wow, wow, that'd be hilarious! <laughs> A crossover, mm-hmm. be great. I don't know how he got to Miami, but no, it's just the the bullet. The bullet just zoomed to a different universe. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. Barbara. <laughs> Barbara. <laughs> of that. Yeah, the Angel Maria thing's interesting. It's. Oh, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. At first, it just seemed like, it just seemed like a contrivance. I didn't really buy it, but mm-hmm. as time has gone on, I, I've got, I bought it more. I think, I think eventually they, they sold me on it. Yeah. Like I don't. We were talking about this off podcast, but. Um... But I, I did like that scene on the, I think it was the last episode where uh, Maria comes out to to tell Angel she's got a lead on on the on the case, mm-hmm. some, some person they're looking for. Now, is the person they're looking for tied to the vacation murderers? Yes, he. Okay. In fact, he's the vacation murderer. Oh, okay, it's him. Um, so directly tied, as the police would say. Yes. Um. <laughs> And uh, and so they have this whole weird scene where she she's pretending to be, you know, just being all about business. But you know they want to leave together, and it comes up really awkward. And then you realize why is because she's kind of acting in the scene. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I was but yeah, like I told you before, it was really funny to me when like you know their whole pretense was hey let's go check out this this suspect, and, you know, okay, and then they get in the elevator, like, okay, where do you want to go eat lunch? Mm-hmm. You know, whatever, and they say, okay, a hotel room or something. Yeah. But then they actually go to the guy's place. They did. Which was which was nice. I, I thought, like, okay. It's probably, you know, it's probably nothing, as she said, but it mm-hmm. ends up being, like, you know, the place where he's at. <laughs> yeah, he was really there. Yeah. That was, like, a good lead. Yeah, it was like a good lead. Like, and, wow. Yeah. And I like the idea that, you know, they used it as an excuse to get out there, but they did their job in the end. Yeah, that's the thing. They did their job in the end. And actually, you could argue that if they didn't, you know, stop off at the hotel first, you know, uh, you know, that guy might not have been there. Yeah, that's true. He, he did, he did like, come there. home when they were there. 
Yeah. Which was kind of ridiculous. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I think if they – I mean, the way they played it, it seems like if they'd been there earlier, like, no one would have been there. Yeah. And it would have been that a dead end. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Depending on when they left, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm buying that storyline. It's okay. It's, you know, it gives them both something to do. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I don't love it, but it's it it it's working for me. It doesn't it yeah. doesn't seem like some bullshit they made up. They need to do something with Anton. Oh yeah, He's yeah. Anton's like, the third wheel now. Hey baby, I got a gig down <laughs> now. Yeah, right. It was right. weird when that scene happened because I I think I was getting the same thing that uh, Devil. I was just like, oh, all right. <laughs> You're going to be hanging around all the time. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Playing like, he's so ball. he's so season three to me. I, I yeah. really, it's weird to have him around. Yeah. I well, he it. might not be around much longer. Yeah, that's true. Now that he's going to find out what he ever did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it just, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to do with him anymore. Like he he was just, he was better when he was tied into the plot. Yeah. There's that whole thing with him and what's he his was name really tied up and getting 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 attacked. Yeah. And then yeah, and then actually getting getting <laughs> taken by the whatever guy. Whatever whatever guy of the of the season. The yeah, the whatever, whatever serial killer of the season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, the skin, the Skinner, is that right? Oh, yeah, no. the Skinner. Yeah, uh, yeah. This season, it's John Lithgow. Mhm. He's good. You know, he's menacing. Mhm. It's amazing it's, how menacing you can be. What? It's amazing how menacing you can be when you just like, you know, are six five. You know, a, you know, nice. Nice, normal-looking old man who's just like growling all the time. Oh, mm-hmm. and you kill people, right? <laughs> yeah, the fir- the first one was the most creepy to me. Yeah, the first one was really, really, really creepy. The one with the woman in the bathtub, like that was that was weird to watch. Yeah, just like sitting in the bathtub with her and mm-hmm. like while she's dying, I just ugh, God. Yeah, it's weird to watch. Um, and I don't quite understand, like, they, they've been talking, um, what do I want to say? The, uh... Use your English. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I, I think I have two things I want to say. Um, maybe I'll say the first thing first. So, the thing that's different is that usually we don't know who the killer is. Mm-hmm. And and it's about figuring out and the, what they've done this season is like follow the killer. We see him and we know, you know, we know who he is. Yeah. And we know what he's doing, and so it's really you know we know more than we usually do. Yeah. So that's kind of weird. That's that's a that's a change. And then you know they actually had him like run into Lundy, and Lundy was even suspicious about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if that's even gonna go anywhere now that now that he's probably dead. Yeah, and he recorded um, it. Yeah, that's true. But it might take a while. Like, it, it seemed like he was going to follow up on that really quickly. 
It'll be one of the last things you recorded, and once Dad gets on the case, she can hear that. Yeah. That's an easy scene to write. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but the other thing I was going to say is this whole thing with the wo- the other woman that he, that he like, took and, and mm-hmm. made her, like, jump off. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I still don't think I understand what that is. Like, they... Uh, when when they were investigating he, it, like Dexter has that line in the voiceover where he says he's he's different he's the he's different than I am something like that, mm-hmm. and you know that's in the whole like he really he really made her jump herself. Yeah, you know and like like I want to understand what the point of that is, but I just I feel I like I'm missing is, something. I think that he is reenacting whatever sequence of events that happened to him at some point. And one of it is, you know, a woman jumping off of, of, of a building, that building, I guess. But, you know, and he wants to make these people reenact that. Oh, that's right. He has some line where he said something like, it has to be this way. Yeah, he says it doesn't work like that. Like, he's not a typical serial killer where he just wants to sort of kill the person. It's more like he needs them to die in a specific way, and that's that's his thing. Like, he... He gets them and he forces them to, re you know be, you know reenact this whatever event you know, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it's more frightening than you know to, uh, it's more frightening for him to make her have to jump than to push her. Um, yeah, I think you know. Yeah, I agree. You know, and and he you know he threatened her kids and it was like. It's one of those weird situations where if she if she believes the threat that if she doesn't jump he'll kill her kids, you know then if she believes that then you know then she will jump because she doesn't want her kids dying. Mm-hmm. But if she does jump and die, she'll never know right what happens. So right, she, she has to sort of trust him at his word that he mm-hmm. won't do it, and it's it's such a strange predicament. Yeah, because I'd rather be like. You know, I'd rather be like, well, how about I not kill myself and hope I can stop you from killing my kids. Right. Um, you know, but um, but that's that's a real world scenario. I'm not like TV show. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, not that anyone should go through that in real life. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hope not. Hope yeah. Not. But yeah, I think I think that made him a lot more interesting. Uh, the bathtub killing was interesting, and the, the the sort of having to make make uh, they did it's three different sort of things, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, the third thing with um, with the getting beat by the guy at the bar. Like, yeah, that, that was, was a weird, weird scene. Yeah. I I you, you think that's part of the reenactment yeah. thing? Yeah, I think I think like I think each person is is a relative. I think the woman who jumped is probably the mom with the two kids or whatever it was, you know, I think the girl in the tub might have been his sister or something. Okay. And I think the guy was his dad. Oh, you know, okay. Because he had that scene where he poured a drink. Right. Uh, an empty drink, you know, seat, and uh, for an empty seat, and he was like, okay, you know, you're next. So I think he's he's this weird delusional schizophrenic guy who's either hearing or imagining, you know, these people or something, and, uh, you yeah, know, I don't know. It's weird, oh, okay. But, yeah. yeah. He's, he's pretty complex. Yeah. Okay. He's, not, he's a little more complex than the Skinner, who was just, like, skinning people for no reason. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. No, the skin the skinner was like a red herring in a way. Yeah. It was really the Jimmy Smith character who had more going on. The skinner was communism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, that's funny, because, you know, the anti-Obama uh, detractors, or I should say the Obama detractors. Uh, <laughs> don't do a double negative. Yeah, don't do a double negative. It always ends badly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they say, you know, they they, 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 they say they, they, they call him a communist and the socialist and stuff. And that really technically is a red herring. <laughs> For what yeah. the real issue is, and I just think that's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. That literally communism is a <laughs> Oh, man. I agree. They don't, with that and the teabaggers, they don't even know how funny they are. Mm-hmm. They just don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. But, yeah, Dexter, is that what we're talking about now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's all I got. I just uh, thought it was a good time to throw that stuff out there. Because we haven't been well, covering it, but it's probably, you know, it's probably too late yeah. to catch up. So, yeah. Well, that was our review of the first four episodes. That's good. I'm I'm on board, you know. I'm totally on board. Um I I couldn't stand to watch Mad Men anymore. Uh, it it wasn't interesting to me at all. Yeah, I'm, I'll watch it the, once the season's over. Yeah, I think I'll do that too. Um, and uh, I don't know. Are there other shows that are on right now? I guess is Thirty Rock on? Yeah, Thirty Rock is back, man. Have you been uh, watching it? Is it I good? I have been watching it, and I I think the first episode was pretty rocky. It's, I think they had a rough start. Mm-hmm. Uh, second episode was pretty good. I think they're they're gearing up. It, it's really interesting uh, to see what they're doing, you know, because I I wrote a Thirty Rock spec that basically was like what would be the first episode, and some of the stuff that I did in my script, like the the repercussions of like you know the stuff with the deal breaker. Like they're still dealing with that, so it's interesting to see what they what they're doing with the deal breaker stuff. Mm-hmm. And and they kind of expanded upon the whole like you know deal breaker thing, uh, getting her in trouble with with people around her. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, so I thought that was interesting. Uh, so but yeah, in general, it's it, it's okay. Okay. I, I say it's a bit of a slow startup, but it's it, the second episode was 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 pretty decent. Uh, you know, it was good. Uh, uh, okay. Well, you know, yeah. that counts. They're trying. They're they're getting up there. I think it was a little bit of a slow go with the first one, but it, okay. it's, it's it's ramping up. It's pretty good. I'm I'm excited. I actually never completed the last season. I still oh yeah. There's still about I think at least six or seven episodes I did I didn't ever see. In the middle. In the middle, yeah. Yeah, I saw the beginning and the end. Uh, so I feel like I saw the whole season, but I I had intended to go back, but I just I haven't done. I yeah. there was this post on the uh, on the Stephen post on the forum about the uh, I saw that. the original pilot, I guess, where they had someone mm-hmm. else playing Jenna. 
Rachel Dratch. Yeah, yeah. I guess she's yeah. from whatever. I don't, I don't really know who she is, but she's from SNL. You 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 know her if you saw her. She's Debbie Downer. Oh, she's Debbie Downer. Yeah, yeah. She oh, was in the first okay. season of she was in the first season of Thirty Rock. She was the cat late, you know, the cat wrangler lady, and she was playing oh, yeah. like recurring roles and different characters. Okay, if that makes any sense. Okay. Um. So, but yeah, but originally, you know, it was going to be, you know, since Tina Fey and Rachel Dratch were like friends from Second City and all that, like that, it was going to be because that's really what. Liz and Jenna are it's like that kind of idea of mm-hmm. you know, these these two these two women and you know one's more of an actress and one is more of a writer you know and mm-hmm. uh, but um you know but they're both like comedians or whatever comedians <laughs> please uh, <laughs> sorry I don't want to offend Elaine Boozler uh, I don't know when I think of a comedian I think of a an eighties an eighties comedian. Yeah, female comedian. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I I actually read the pilot, the original pilot. Um, I haven't seen the unaired pilot, but I read the original script for the unaired pilot and and saw some of the changes and differences, and it was interesting. Mhm. I think they made it better. I think I think the what they went with is is better. Mhm. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't actually get to see it, but. Um, I was reading about what was in it on on this page uh, that he that he linked to, and uh, it's just it's just weird when you have like you know someone else in in one of those parts that you know really well. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. Yeah, it freaks me out. The original, from what I remember, you know, reading in here was the original idea of the show would be more they would do more of the they they would have shown more of the sketches mm-hmm. which is why they wanted they wanted Rachel Dratch because she would be you know doing the sketches and she's a sketch performer right but then they retooled it and they wanted her to be more of a you know actress mm-hmm. who could do sketch stuff so that's what they got uh, um, Jane uh, Krakowski mm-hmm. and is that her name yeah yeah oh I'm thinking of Who's the Malcolm in the Middle's mom? Isn't she Jane too? Uh, she's got a weird last name too. I have no idea. Forgot her name. But um, yeah. So that was kind of why they switched. Because they re they thought they they retooled the Jenna character. Oh okay. And they you know and they realized they weren't going to show they weren't going to try to show sketches. Right. Which has been the, the that was their saving grace, I tell you, is not trying to make the sketches be good. Yeah. You know, the fact that it's a crappy show works for them. Mhm. You know. It's funnier that way. Yeah. I guess the the way that Jenna character is is so uh definitive to me. It's hard for me to mm-hmm. imagine that not being what the character's like. Yeah. Well imagine it. Well, it's hard. We'll do it anyway. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I can. It hurts. We'll just do it. All right. Get, get her done. Get her. God. <laughs> As um, my rabbi would say. Yes. Uh, uh, so, anything? Is there anything else uh, on? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not watching anything else right now. It's all I can well, handle. I think you pretty much talked about everything. I mean, I like I said, I'm watching Dollhouse, but it's really not great. I'm very okay. disappointed. Um, I don't know what else. I think that's about it. Dexter. Uh, uh, Modern Family, in terms of sitcoms, it's a good new sitcom. Have you seen that? No. Yeah, I knew the answer to that question. That was more of a. I was surprised know, you were asking. That was more of a for, for the podcast. Okay. Uh, than than if I was really questioning. Yeah, no, I. Uh, I you, as you know, I don't watch anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's this new sitcom. You know, like multi, uh, single camera, like no laugh track. It's about. It's about. Oh, the, that's good. It's about these three families who are technically all related. So you have Ed O'Neill, who plays, like, I'll say the dad, but it's relative. But Ed O'Neill plays, you know, this this guy who's married, recently married to this young, younger uh, Latina-like lady, uh, who's, like, this really hot, like, lady, you know. Um, And, you know, she's, like, you know, 20 years younger than him or something. Okay. And uh, and she has a little son, Manny, who's like twelve or something, or or he, you know, he looks like Webster. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not a black kid though, but he looks like Webster to me. Like that's I don't know. But um, and Manny is like totally one of those like precocious kids who 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 thinks he's an adult and talks like he's an adult and just mm-hmm. doesn't relate to kids his age and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have that family. Then you have the other family, which is like Claire, the mom, and they have this, the dad, and they have like they have three little they have three kids, like a teenage girl, a, a younger girl, then a little younger boy, and so the dad is kind of like Michael Scott. He's kind of slow, and he like the, the show has that uh, interview like format, you know, where like they cut to the people talking on the talking heads, you know. Yeah. So he he really comes off like Michael Scott. I gotta tell you, like. Um, What's his name? Um, not Greg. Uh, the actor who plays Michael Scott. It's, I'm blanking. Michael Scott's the the office guy, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, John? No. Uh, oh, Stephen something. Steve Carell, yeah. There you go. He um he has ruined that kind of character for any male actor for the next 10 years. Yeah. He is done. It's done, guys. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this, this guy who plays, you know, this, 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 this dad in the other family, like, he's, he's, he's like, I would say he's like 60% Michael Scott. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he has that same kind of mentality and the same kind of like wants to get recognized for certain things and, uh, and so when he plays it like that, I just see Michael Scott. Oh my god! Dad. What? That just that just reminded me. I I recently had an occasion that I won't describe that caused me to watch uh, about fifteen minutes of an Office episode from this season. Uh oh! And let me tell you. It's gotten crazy. Oh, I know it's got, dude. I saw, I saw a bit of an episode like 
last season or something, and and this, you know, I think I told you like Michael had like had his own paper company, and there people had been shuffled around. Is that like, what happened? It, oh yeah, it, it wasn't it, it even was, it wasn't even the same office. No, 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 it was it was a it different was, office, yeah. and I didn't recognize a lot of the people, and mm-hmm. uh, they they were um, I don't know. Uh, uh, the oh um, Ryan was like working there, like as a as a like mm-hmm. you know employee again. Like like I have no idea how any like last I left off he was like a vice president or something and and they were still working. Oh, you missed yeah you missed a whole bunch of shit, dude. Like, like I I was like what the fired. fuck. He got fired from that job because he remember the whole Dunder Mifflin website thing, like they were trying to get that off the ground. Like that was his big thing, and I remember like something big happened where he 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 screwed up somehow, and he ended up with egg on his face, and he ended up having to come back and, and oh. be like the subordinate. I think it's I think basically, and then over time at some point like I think Pam moved up to a salesman, and then Ryan took over reception and. Really? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It changed. It changed. Whoa! Yeah, like, Pam and Jim were like on a honeymoon. Yeah, they they had their big wedding episode, the one before that, I think. And and like someone called them, who was it? Someone called them, and and they were and like they were totally assholes. Were, were they? It was amazing. Yeah. They're still assholes. They they were just like. We're on a honeymoon. Shut up! And then they hung up on him. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm telling you, that that was my first big thing about them. When they're together, they're just they're just they're just assholes. Yeah, they they were totally rude. Like it was it was it was like they haven't changed at all since I stopped watching. Mm-hmm. I I couldn't believe it. Someone was calling them. I mean, it was the kind of thing where I could understand they didn't want to hear about it. But I just yeah. expect them to be like a little bit more, <laughs> a little bit less assholes. I don't America know. America loves their asshole couples, I guess. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's just a thing. Look at Brad and Angelina. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was really kidding, but I guess you think they're assholes. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. Brandolina, that's an asshole name. Sure. Sounds like it. Yeah, it's that show has really changed. I thought about watching the wedding episode. I just don't really care anymore. Yeah, no, it was just like I I didn't recognize anything. The whole the whole thing felt weird. And everybody's hair was different. <laughs> they love changing people's hair. Which I know is a minor thing, but it really was distracting me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know I what's don't know going what on with that did, show. But I bet, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled, uh, pulled the, uh, what do they call it? Were they still working at Dunder Mifflin? I couldn't tell. I like, mm-hmm. I thought so, but like, they didn't. Because Michael, uh, from what I remember, Michael opened the the Michael Scott paper. There was some sort of thing at work, and I guess he decided to leave and start his own company and it was the Microsoft oh. company. I wouldn't be surprised if they did something like, you know, Dunder Mifflin's closing down and then they just everyone who wanted to go with Michael went with Michael and then that's the new company. That oh. I wouldn't be surprised if they do that. Yeah, that's not, I mean that would be why they have like a different office and stuff, but Yeah. 
I just assumed they had moved offices, but I, I don't remember them saying Dunder Mifflin, but I just assumed that's what it was, mm-hmm. you know, because even though the office was different, like, it was the same kind of environment. Yeah. So I just thought, you know, I missed something where they – so it was actually supposed to be his paper company. I, uh, I mean, that's that's my guess. I don't know what happened to that. What happened with Jan? That. Like, what is she, is she still around? I, Dude. <laughs> I, she that's didn't. She didn't show up in the piece I watched. She was on her way out the door back when I was watching, though. I mean, after like, because they moved in together at some point, it was just going horribly. And yeah. I think she left him. I think she left him at that point. Oh uh, yeah, that sounds right. I barely remember though. It's been so long. It's been like two seasons or something since I last watched it. Yeah. So I'm just time. completely out of touch. It's weird to just jump in on a show you haven't seen for a long time like that. Yeah, it is. I, I that's what I was gonna do, but I was scared. It's just like you know, this is yikes. Yeah. Yeah, like I can't even imagine watching Scrubs now. It's it's over. Or is it over? I I think they just had that one last season on on uh on ABC when they switched over. Oh, I think it was just I think it was just one season they did. Oh, and I okay. think they had the finale. Already. I really thought they weren't they weren't going to end it like they, they were going to keep going. So it's over now. Yeah, it's over now. They all died. Okay, they all died. Mm-hmm. JD JD woke up and re- realized it was all just his dream. Wow. <laughs> no, according to this, there's going to be another season. Really? Yeah. I could have sworn they had the, se- the series finale. Wow. Um, Are you reading incorrectfacts.com? <laughs> you know, I am. I am. It really should have occurred to me that uh, that wasn't the place to find correct facts. Yeah, it's supposed to premiere January 6th. Well, that's in the future. It is. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought thought they were going to keep going. Okay, well. So, anyway, my point stands. All right. Um, Touche. It would, I mean, even if they were ending, like, just watching anything recent. On that show, it'd be crazy. Yeah. I don't think I'd be able to follow anything. Well, I think we should end the podcast. Oh, okay. Because I'm out of things to say. Oh, okay. Um, But I like that we covered a lot. Yeah. yeah sprinkled, our, uh, sprinkled our uh, TV discussion over... Many, yeah, many, yeah, it sort of turned into TV. a TV cast. Yeah. TM. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't even watch a lot of TV. I don't know how I managed to get through that. Well, the times when you only saw single footsteps, that was me carrying you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, so, Dollhouse is the, uh, is that the Diablo Cody show? That's the Josh Whedon show. Oh, Josh Whedon show. Okay. What's the Diablo the Cody show. show? That's the other show about characters with multiple personalities. 
Oh, that's the United States of Tara. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Dollhouse, Dollhouse. Okay. Yeah, Dollhouse is uh, got a lot of interesting. Oh, they didn't close their. It's a U-Haul truck. They didn't close their uh, back. Ooh, is there stuff in it? Well, it's empty, but I mean, it's got it's got like st- it's. I mean, it's not like a lot of stuff, but it's got the dolly and. Uh, the little thing. The dolly looks strapped, but I think it might fall out. I don't know. <laughs> Those um, things are heavy. Yeah. They're not fucking around. Crap coming out of the back. Um. Yeah, I like the all house. I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna hang in there, but it it just seems like it's all over the place. Like I said, I don't feel grounded in this season yet. There's like a lot of crazy stuff happening, and it's like what. Why are they mm-hmm. doing it? And the format of the show is different. Oh. Like, they used to have the format where they would kind of, like, you would you'd be sort of introduced to the client or something and the reason why they needed a doll, and and then you'd see the doll getting programmed and then the doll in action. And then there'd be, like, a twist on some, on that, you know, or, or something unexpected. And then, like, you know, then there'd be a couple twists or something and before it's over, and... And that was kind of the episode, you know, while, you know, while while that's going on, they're furthering other storylines and other parts of the, you know, the, uh, the the world. But um, but that was kind of the format, and it was really interesting because it was like, depending on the episode and depending on the, uh, you know, what the assignment was, it could be any kind of show. You know what I mean? Like, it could, there was an episode where it was kind of like a bank heist, you know, they programmed one of the dolls to be a, a a bank robber, an expert bank robber. So it was like this bank heist action show for a little bit of it. You know, it was like so it was cool. You get these different genres out of what you know the whatever whatever the assignment was going to be. Um, uh, are the dolls robots? No, they're people. Oh, Basically, they're people. There's, there's, a, there's a technology that allows. To you to copy brain scans and mix and mingle and basically create per- it's basically dark city okay. uh, you can create you can create personalities uh this the you know fairly easily and so that's so basically people pay um people pay this dollhouse organization to to live out fantasies or whatever sort of interaction that they want with one of their dolls. Uh, and the dolls, the actives, the you know the, the the people who get programmed, sign up for this. You know, it's like a five-year commitment where that will be used. Uh, you know, for these assignments, but uh, you know they they sign up for it because you know they're trying to escape something or you know there's there's some big reason that would drive someone to do this. You know, mm-hmm. uh, because the part of the part of the the uh, compensation is that they will they will be made to forget or whatever, you know, like if you, so if you did something really horrible and you couldn't live with yourself, you could go to the dollhouse and, you know, do, you know, be, you know, be a doll for five years. And at the end of your five year contract, you know, you'll have X amount of money or whatever. Plus they'll, you know, I guess they'll erase that out of your mind or whatever. But, but the idea is all these people there are, are technically there voluntarily. Okay. All the, all the dolls. That's just that's the main idea. Okay. But of course, they don't know that. You know, they during their five-year period, they're you know, generally speaking, they're never their original selves during that time. Mm-hmm. So you know, so it calls into question, you know, what is humanity? What's 
what's your personality? The what's usual question. You know, the usual big questions that are really interesting and and uh, you know, um, but this season's been been, been weird. Kind of crappy. Yeah. Okay. But um. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds kind of interesting. There's. Uh, uh, I could watch that at some point. Over the season, all. This season, I definitely definitely recommend season one. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Very very good. Okay. Um, and apparently there's a there's a there's a thirteenth episode that did not air but came out on the DVD. I have to watch. That oh. might tie together some of this stuff. Maybe maybe that's where the confusion is. I don't know, but that's weird. Got to figure it out. Yeah, it was this weird thing with how they had their season and what they I don't know some weird network thing. It really sucks not to air like a final episode. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. I don't think it's a final episode like a real finale, because they did show the finale of the season. But I think it was just you know it had other stuff in there. Oh, it was just stuff they cut out. Uh yeah, I think it's more just stuff they cut out. Oh, okay. Or like an episode they were going to air and didn't or something like that. But, I mean, I don't think it was like, you know, we missed the finale. Yeah, you know, that's what it seems do. like. Okay, no, okay. I mean, they definitely had a finale episode. Yeah, that'd be ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, oops, catch the DVD for the finale, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just crappy. Come on, guys. Yeah. That would be craptastic. Very. So yeah, All right, um, so you wanna podcast. you wanna put this baby to bed? Put this baby to bed, but not in a corner. <laughs> Unless the bed's in the corner. There we go.